my goodness, it is good to be back after a two weeks of no scoundrels. We are back in the house. Old man is back from his honeymoon. Um, it was outstanding. Couldn't be happier. Um, thank you for all of us for joining us. Old man Logan 76 with Bob and Avant. And once again, we have Sanjita with us, which is outstanding because we have a bunch of news to go over. How is everybody doing? Sanjita, how you doing, buddy? Good. Uh, thanks for having me back, guys. Uh, I'm glad I got everything working with Discord on my computer so I can mm-hmm. look straight at you guys. Last time I had my phone kind of like in the corner, so oh, it felt kind of off. But yeah, we got a lot to talk about. I'm loving the background, man. You're looking professional thanks. back yeah. there. Yeah, no, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, we moved into this house in June, and then I got a bunch of pads and put that up. I hated my old background. It was just basically my whole apartment in the background just you could see my whole life yeah, so it's really nice to see like Avant, atrium w- back there. To- <laughs> mine was worse than that <laughs> it was like a whole living room straight through the kitchen because it was a one-bedroom apartment you just see everything yeah this is my wife's office so i have plenty of uh over this <laughs> shoulder plenty of my kids artwork children's and, artwork nice uh you know, I try to cover up like pictures and stuff, but I put put some of my stuff up here this week. Uh, the the chat loves to mostly Mister Who loves to talk shit about um, my wife's plants in the background and in the jungle back there. She's a plant lady; she's nice. got a lot going on. Well, nothing's as bad as Logan Steeler jerseys in the back. So, oh, for Pete's sakes, will you stop? Hey, <laughs> yeah, you can just hang, hang some trash Dino bags more. up there. There's just Nino more behind me. All right, that's pretty cool. And. Uh, Joker from a, a Death of the Family. I'm just. Are you from you. Pennsylvania? No, I'm from upstate New York, but I've been a Steeler fan since I was a kid. Oh, okay. And there's enough Giant fans. My wife's a Giant fan, so I have to cheer them too, or else I'll get yelled at mercilessly. Which she hasn't had much to cheer about because she's a Giants fan. So, anywho, hopefully she's not in earshot. <laughs> Um, Sanjita, just remind everybody where everybody can find you, what your GP is, and how long you've been playing. Uh, yeah, so Sanjita, you can find me on YouTube, just that name, S-O-N-G-E-T-A. It's kind of like a Dragon Ball Z reference. Um, I'm basically just on YouTube. I don't do podcasts. I don't really, I don't do Twitch. Um, mainly just, um, static, or... I don't know what the word is. Not live. I don't do live a lot. I don't stream a lot. I just do like normal on-demand videos. Um, I'm 11 million GP. Been playing since actively since March 2019. But I did start on day one for like several months. And I quit because I was like, man, this game seems like it would take years to get anywhere. I didn't think the game would last like that. And it was frustrating. But when I came back, they like fixed so many of the things I had problems with. I was like, wow, this game's amazing. but yeah, been playing for over four years now. All right. Well, um, I know we didn't have a show last week. Bob, Avant, were you, were, 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 was everybody okay? Were you guys good? I mean, there was really no we news to go over anyway. We didn't. We canceled the show. Avant was gone yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I went to visit some family, so I had some family time. So back back home now and uh back to the show right the grind goes on indeed indeed it does that being said let's hop right in so we knew that the new conquest character was going to be moff gideon from the mandalorian show 
So it's the Dark Trooper Moff Gideon. So he is obviously unit name Dark Trooper Moff Gideon, alignment dark, categories dark side, leader, empire, imperial remnant, and tank. So let's just dive into his abilities and see what uh, this guy's all about. So his basic force lance, um, final text, deal physical damage to target enemy, gain one stack of insight, max of four, until the end of the encounter. And if the target had daze, offense down, or stagger, stun them for one turn. This attack deals 10% more damage for each debuff on target enemy. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think the animation is cool, too. I like yeah. his little electro staff. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, he looks badass. What do you think, yeah. Sanjita? It, it reminds it like reminds me of Zeb's basic. Uh, I guess that might yeah. be what they're going for with the vibro staff, but the conditional stun. Um, I'm excited just to see how much the damage. It, well, it depends, you know, because like who knew that Malgus would do like nothing with his basic. Uh, so you never know how much damage people are going to do until it actually gets in the game. But I'm interested to see how high it goes up with that 10 percent more damage. Because it's kind of like uh, like culling blade or something to a lesser degree, but it's not like dispelling for debuffs. So that mm -hmm. could get pretty high. Yeah, it'll depend on how the team applies debuffs, right? Yeah, yeah. Stack them up. <clears throat> I mean, it's his basic move, right? So yeah. you're going to be doing specials first, and hopefully get get some debuffs stacked up by the time he uses his basic the first time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What you think, Bob? Uh, yeah. You guys said it all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Special one, strategic onslaught. This requires an Omicron. has a cooldown of three. Final text, deal physical damage to all enemies and remove 10% turn meter for each stack of insight on Darf, Dark Trooper Moff Gideon, which can't be evaded. Moff Gideon loses all stacks of insight. While in Territory Wars, deal additional true damage and remove an additional 10% turn meter for each stack of insight on Dark Trooper Moff Gideon. Inflict all enemies with healing immunity for two turns, which can't be resisted or dispelled. So that's similar to the, the OG Gideon move, right? Where he does kind mm. of the AoE move and it takes away... It doesn't take it away at all of it, but... No? Um... Well, that move is, it's a mass assist. It's so like they'd cover both the bases. Like uh, one would be calling a mass assist, removing TM. The other would be AOE, removing TM. Gotcha. This is, it's almost better because it's like healing immunity for two turns. It's pretty crazy. Um, but honestly, when I read while in territory wars, a lot of times I just stop reading. If it's for my own use, I'm like, I'm not putting that on. Yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> same yeah. here. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I think when we get to the end of this kit, we're going to be like, Man, we kind of got robbed, but um, special two unwavering presence Zeta cooldown of four. Final text all enemy, all allies gain accuracy up and defense up for three turns. Dark Trooper Moff Gideon taunts for two turns, which can't be dispelled or prevented, recovers 30% health and protection, and calls target other ally to assist. If Dark Trooper Moff Gideon is in the leader slot. Defeated Imperial Remnant allies are revived with 100% health and protection and stealth for two turns. Otherwise, defeated Dark Side Mandalorian allies are revived with 30% health and protection and gain retribution for two turns. Now, that's 
that's kind of cool. Um, still don't know what the hell team he's going in, but I like that. Yeah. So I, I think the idea is that the Mandalorian clause is going to bring in Gar Saxon and uh, Imperial Imperial yeah. Super Commando. But we all know that's not going to happen unless CG nerfs the Super Commando. <laughs> Which they will be. They're not going to let that fly. That, right. That's a topic for uh, late, later in the show. So what do we... Um... What do we what do, what do we think about this ability? What do we think? What do we know? Well, the the clause for when he's in the later slot is the most impressive to me. Um, like reviving everybody with all yeah. their health and protection and stealth. That that's like if you don't take him out first, you're I don't know, you're in a bad spot. Um, is he? A I tank? don't know. I've been kind of, He is a tank. Is yeah. Okay. But I was like toying around in my mind whether his lead would be better or original Moff Gideon because, like, I thought he'd be an attacker to take the place of Dark Trooper on a Moff Gideon team, but he's a tank. Yeah. And if you just have him under a normal Moff Gideon lead, you could still have Dark Trooper with the team. I don't. I don't really use normal Imperial Troopers that much anymore in an end game. I think that might be a good way to like equalize the Imperial Troopers. But you definitely miss out on that revive, um, which is kind of a bummer because the rest of the ability is kind of meh. That is nice. And the other thing that I'm, I'm I do like is the fact that this Moff Gideon doesn't have like an automatic tank or a taunt. You have to activate it. Yeah. So if you put somebody like Stormtrooper in there, he can soak up a lot of the damage. If his taunt if his taunt goes away and you lose Dark Trooper or an important attacker, you can use this ability get everybody back. And depending on how this Moff Gideon scales with health and protection, could be a Relic 9 candidate. We don't know. He is a tank. We just got to see what his health and protection pool is. Yeah, I agree. He could so, be pretty beefy for, for all we know. I, did they release his stats on .gg? I did not look, look for that. I do not know. Yeah, let's see. I'll check on it. All right, why don't you move on to the next one? Why is checking that? All right, so unique one, Dark Trooper Beskar Armor. Zeta and an Omicron. Final text, Dark Trooper Moff Gideon has 100% critical avoidance, plus 50 defense, and plus 30% max health and max protection. At the end of his turn, he recovers 30% protection. Whenever Dark Trooper Moff Gideon would be defeated, if he has four more stacks of insight, he recovers 100% health, loses all stacks of insight, and the weakest non-galactic legend ally is defeated instead. Oh, that's that's cold. That's that's cold-blooded. And then he can revive them. Yeah. If if the allied leader is a dark side Mandalorian, Dark Trooper Moff Gideon gains 25% offense. Dark side Mandalorian allies recover 20% protection at the end of their turn. So does that mean right there it puts him in the mall team then? Is that what it's saying? I think it gives you like like choice. It sounds like you can use him in a few different ways, right? It does. It does, but I'm just I, that last ability, I'm just seeing more look, possible utility of him in a trooper team. I mean, just being able to bring people back is I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I, I don't understand what they were even going for 
with like the mall thing. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Commando looks amazing without him. It like he's not a Mandalorian. He's not going to be assisting under a mall team. Like, they're just better without him. Like it, it's like and completely divorced. But in their mind, they were like, oh well, we need to give him a use in 5v5 so we, we put him with a ball it, i don't know it, it makes no sense maybe so this, that's not enough to put him on that team maybe there's some wacko that's gonna run gar saxon lead <laughs> yeah maybe you guys don't you guys <laughs> you know don't... what someone's gonna try someone's gonna try that shit i'm telling you somebody is gonna mm-hmm. get a wild hair up their rear end and go you know what Let, let's I... I can't even tell you what Gar Saxon lead is, but I will look it up. <laughs> I think it's got like counter chance, and that's one of the yeah. only things in it. Um, I found the stats on Dark Trooper Moff Gideon. So at Gear 13, which is a good baseline for some of the stats, uh, he has got 48k health, 62k protection, which might not sound like a lot, but that's extremely high for Flag Gear 13. Yeah, uh, right, Relic right. 7, 68k health, 72k protection, and then Relic 9, 83k health, 96k protection. Wow. So oh, he's beefy. very, very beefy. Nice. Yeah, he's gonna be a he can be a thick boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you guys, so. you guys don't think the the caveat of dark side Mando's allies recover 20% protection at the end of their turn? That's every turn, I, right? That doesn't yeah, help. I just feel like this is a filler. Who cares? This, somebody had a brain fart in a cubicle and wrote this in yeah. and didn't proofread it. Okay. I didn't know how good and, that was. I guess. And, and again, how, I mean, Sanjita, are you going to take Maul away from your Lord Vader team? No, absolutely not. And even like, <laughs> this is just like, Bo-Katan does that and it's, for not just dark side Mandalorian allies, and you can you don't need to like slot in a non Mandalorian onto the team, get that benefit. Yeah, yeah so, Bo-Katan, they're constantly recovering protection. This makes no sense. Gar Saxon lead if you max it out. Empire allies gain fifty percent counter chance and forty percent defense. Whenever an Empire ally uses a basic attack, they recover five percent health. Now. Gar Saxon and the Super Commando, they don't have Imperial Remnant tag, do they? They're Imperial. Uh, no, they're ma- they're Empire and they're Mandalorian. So you could potentially have a Moff Gideon lead with those two. Correct. And the other two be Imperial Trooper Remnant. So you would kind of get the, the benefit of, of both both parts of this kit. Um, yes. Don't you need like all like which which lead? Like the new Moff Gideon lead? Yeah, because, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the old Moff Gideon lead, you need all Imperial Remnant, and they need to all be in those things. And for new uh, Moff Gideon's lead, most, uh, almost the whole ability is if all allies were Imperial Remnant. So, I don't think... Well, that one ability for revive, if Dark Trooper Moff Gideon is in the leader slot, defeated Imperial Remnant allies are revived with 100% health and protection and stealth for for two turns. It's not not saying anywhere in the kit that it's required that the entire team has to be that. No, but for his leader ability, if all allies were Imperial Remnant at the start of the battle, and then there's... There's a lot six of things. Clauses, okay, yeah, all right, I didn't, all right, yeah, we didn't read that part yet. But hey, let's let's get to it. So, leader, yeah. uh, shadow contingency, Zeta, final text, non-droid. This means you, Dark Trooper. Imperial Remnant allies have plus seventy-five percent critical chance, critical damage, defense, and offense. 
if all allies were Imperial Remnant at the start of battle. Whenever an ally gains or loses turn meter or a bonus turn, they recover that much health and protection. Whenever an enemy gains bonus turn meter or a bonus turn, they lose 10% defense, offense, and turn meter until the end of their next turn. Whenever Dark Trooper Moff Gideon uses a special ability, all allies gain 10% offense and defense stacking until the end of the encounter. Whenever Dark Trooper Moff Gideon begins his turn, all allied Moff Gideons gain one stack of insight until the end of the encounter. Hint, hint. The first time each other ally is defeated each encounter, Imperial Remnant allies gain 100% turn meter. Oh, shit. While in Territory Wars, non-droid Imperial Remnant allies have plus 75% health and mastery and plus 30 speed. Whenever Imperial uh, Remnant ally taunts, dispel all debuffs from all allies and all buffs from all enemies. Whenever an Imperial Remnant ally is revived, grant them a bonus turn. Insight, additional, or no, insight abilities gain additional effects based on the number of stacks. So that's so it. That was, uh, that, that was, yeah, I know, right? Um, What's funny is they, the Dark Trooper it doesn't belong with him yet. That's what they show hanging out with him in the, in the animation. Yeah. I think yeah. that... I think that the intention is that he's supposed to be the dark trooper for this squad, but also a tank. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I think I I think he's supposed to be thick and supposed to like like dark trooper. You don't kill dark trooper first because there's four stacks of of the trooper, right? He's hard mm-hmm. to kill first. So you you want to like try to kill the surrounding characters. And, and then, well, how often do you even see those on that team on defense? Like, I don't even. I think you might go for Dark Trooper first if you, that you saw them on defense. I see them like when we play a guild in TW that doesn't know thing, and someone sets troopers on defense. <laughs> okay, compelling. Yeah, I I can't remember the last time I saw a trooper team on defense, but I I think I would actually. As long as I'm not stuck behind like stormtrooper or shore trooper, um, I I try to get dark trooper out of there as soon as humanly possible because if he starts punching, you're gonna lose somebody. I mean, I usually will kill Piet, and then everyone else just kind of dies. Yeah, Piet is a yeah, he is a critical part of that team. So because once they don't stack Emperor's trap or whatever the the buff is that he has then trooper dark trooper doesn't deal as much damage he can still punch but he's not doing as much damage so this is the this is the conquest character where is he going what what is what is the team here um i i do think now that i'm looking at it i do think he'll lead his own team i don't it might be a better use for like Death Trooper and, uh, well, I don't know if he needs Scout. Scout Trooper. I think definitely he'll get Normal Moff Gideon and Death Trooper, Scout Trooper, then a fifth. You think Norm- um, Normal Gideon will go Storm, with him? Right. It, there uh, was, he would. There, there yeah. was a small ability that him and the Beskar Armor One gain a, a stack of insight right out of the gate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would put it, I'd like, I don't have a use for Imperial Troopers. Like, I think this team has 
a much better chance of being a viable team with some of these new teams out there. Mm-hmm. And we have to see how it actually plays out, like what kind of damage Dark Trooper Moff Gideon has. Because, like, even normal Gideon, his lead is working pretty well with a Relic Scout Trooper. I don't know. I, I don't have, I'm not going to have one for a long time. You have to buy it. But, like, Arnold did a video a while ago about it, and I think he made compelling arguments about why that's a better Imperial Trooper team. Like, I just, I don't know. I can't really use the Veers team right now. And the the thing that sticks out the most to me in this leadership is the first time each other allies defeated each encounter, Imperial Remnant allies gained 100% turn meter. So that is just a safeguard against you getting steamrolled. Yeah, like, especially if you take the one offense. Someone dies, uh, everyone gets 100% turn meter, so you get new life, and that might be where you use that special to revive people. Yeah, Because um, there's break. no limit to how often yeah. you can revive. It's going to break any TM chains. The only yeah. thing I, I think about when we like theorize the squad for him, I feel like there's a missing piece that we're gonna get and we just don't have it yet. Like a fifth character. So. Praetorian like an attacker? guard. I think it's gonna be a Praetorian guard. <clears throat> I mean that would be pretty cool. Bo Bonstradamus said that. I don't wanna hear Vaughn say, When did you say that? You didn't say that. I'm saying it right now. Okay, you know, remember the the the, the ones the last Jedi, but yeah, the reason I say that is because in Mando season three, they're like they're his guards. They're, they're a big part in the last part of season yeah, three. So they were in yeah. the last Jedi, but he's talking about the ones that were in Mando. But they're the same ones from Last Jedi. That was like connecting. Well, it. They even murdered uh, John Favreau's character. Oh whoa! Spoiler. Okay, it's been what three years since it's been out. Come on, people, it's time to step it up. If you're a Star Wars fan, you should have seen. Kidding, season kidding. Eight. We can we can I, start I ruining think, rebels now. It's okay. I, I think that the uh, Praetorian guards in Mando are different because um, Paz Vizsla pretty much killed all of them. No, he didn't. Right? They killed him. You don't remember? They killed he, him. Well. I think everyone died in that I'll, in I'll that send you a video about cave. it. No, they didn't. They're alive. They're still alive. They killed him and everything was good. Oh, you God. Know, Either way, I they can still the, come to Swaga no matter what, whether they're alive right. or dead. I think the fifth in this team, I actually think it's going to be Stormtrooper. Because when you look yeah, at Wall, yeah, I think you, so. when you yeah. look at Wall of Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper, uh, Stormtrooper gains forty percent defense for each living Empire ally and forty percent offense for each defeated Empire ally. Now you have a team where people are going to get killed. You're going to be able to revive them. While Stormtrooper is active, Imperial Trooper allies have plus thirty percent defense at the start of Stormtrooper's turn. Imperial Remnant allies gain twenty percent protection up for one turn. I like how all of this sounds, but it sounds to me like they're going to neuter the Iden team. I don't care about that team either. Yeah, Iden, I'm not... I like I mean, it, but I'll never do anything with him. Yeah. For, for, for people at lower GP, I could, I could see Iden still being, being of you know really good use, but depending on the performance of this new Moff Gideon, it, it's going to give players more choices, especially if they're still really utilizing their troopers. But, but hold on, and here way. pretty soon, yeah. we're all going to have to put some resources into our troopers if we want to do well in this next raid. But hold Very on. Very true. We, we don't we haven't had a road ahead so we don't know what kind of phase we're heading into. We're we don't we're done with like the the the, the latest phase. 
So my guess is we're going into Mandalorian Season 3 content. So I think this is gonna like the first of many probably Season 3 characters we're going to get. So Avant's not wrong. We might get someone that goes to the 5th. You guys also aren't wrong. It could just straight up be Stormtrooper. And you know me, I just like to theorize about shit. But um, I just see that more yeah. coming. So it doesn't mean... All I'm saying is also just be prepared in general that that's probably where they're shifting towards. Because they're usually about six months after a show has been premiered, they usually start releasing um, content for it. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I think there's going to be more of that either way. Um, but yeah. I'm yeah, I, I kind of want to just see how it does with those five. I mean, the only option is Stormtrooper, Scout Trooper, Gideon, Death Trooper, and then Dark Trooper, Gideon. Because you can't have Dark Trooper, or Dark Trooper's not going to get anything from his leadership. No. Um, I think it'll be pretty tough. I mean, there's only one attacker there, but once you get someone down on the other team and you can use Deathmark, that's going to be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and again, we don't really know, I mean, if... This Moff Gideon is going to be an actual damage dealer, or not? He very well could be. Yeah. And then you've got healing immunity on the Death Trooper AOE. So I mean, there's lots of other things that are going on with the other trooper kits. I mean, if you do and, put Stormtrooper on him, it's just going to add to durability of the team. And Death Trooper can daze. It's another yep. debuff. <clears throat> so that's um. So we we got three months. Three months till we see what this guy does. So that being said, what is standing in our way for three months is the next conquest. And Bob, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up and you pull it up as well. But you were um you were a little salty on this one. Oh sorry, I was muted. Hey, shouldn't we uh, do the Imperial Super Commando touch up real quick? I can just read it. You guys want to talk about that real quick while we're on the subject or no? Sure. I mean, if you want to read it real quick, yeah, go ahead. I just figured that's, that's a notable piece of news we should probably go over. Um, all right. Yeah, so go for it. Do you guys want me to read the old final text or just what the new is? Just, just the, the new stuff. stuff. Okay. So, no, nobody remembers or cared what the old one did. Right. Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that's true. Um, so as unique one, uh, Super Commando has 100 percent counter chance and gains 15 percent offense for each enemy with no buffs whenever a dark side mando ally attacks out of turn they deal additional true damage and recover 10 percent protection whenever whenever imperial super commando or gar saxon attack out of turn the others attack as well limit once per turn what do you guys think about that oh i think well, it's gonna get the only... oh they're nerfed yeah it's gonna get nerfed they already uh said they're investigating it but, I mean, the only thing that matters is the true damage. It's just, like, tuned too high. Like, when you have, like, that much true damage coming I'm, each attack from all, it gets ridiculous. I'm sure they want it to be good, just not killing GLs. So I don't think they're going to nerf it as much as people probably assume it's going to be. Hey, welcome. Hey, guys. Okay, hey, what Katie. up? What's going on? What you doing? Give me one second. Nope, you're good. Take your Crashing time. Crashing your guys' party. <laughs> Let me see here. Oh um, yeah, wasn't there footage of this of uh this team like beating uh Kenobi and just doing some outrageous stuff? Kenobi, yeah. Uh Lord Vader, lot lots of things. Killing lots of things. Yeah, they're they're not gonna let that fly. That's no. that's not 
that's not sustainable. That will be dealt with swiftly, quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like CG swiftly or swiftly? Uh, I think it'll be pretty quick. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing can be done. I mean, everybody's locked in for this G, for this GAC, so... That's... And it's the third and final week of GAC, yeah, so... They'll, they'll fix it. Um, okay, sorry, my camera's... Kate messed up on my cameras. So... Kate, God! Oh. I'll just leave. It's okay. <laughs> she made Bob work. I know. I don't like to work, if anyone knows. Uh, let, let me finish uh, it. Let me finish just leave... Blame Logan. He's the one who invited me. I know. He sits on his yacht and tells me how, how to do things all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. So, Kate, we went over the uh, new Conquest Moff Gideon tune. We went through the kit. Have you seen the kit yet? Yeah. What are your thoughts on this tune? I got a couple questions, but I don't Shoot. know. I'm just the... Oh, I don't know what you guys have talked about. I just got back from a family dinner. But I guess the big things are um, he doesn't have a Mandalorian tag, but they're talking about him working with Mandalorians. Then they talk about him working with Gar and the Imperial whatever commando. Forget what he's called. But it's like, am I really going to bring them up? I don't know. It's just a lot of I don't knows right now. So That's what Sanjita said, too. Yeah, I, we agree, I think. Um, yeah, well, I, well, then they talk about Maul in there, too, and I'm like, Maul is a very uh, needed character right now between if you're running him in the Alicos team or if you're running him in Lord Vader or if you're just running the Maul Mando's team. Like, I'm not going to take away my Maul, most likely. So, I think we I don't agree. Know. Oh, I, I, my thought on this new character was he's going to go with an Imperial Trooper Remnant and he'll be the lead. The other Moff Gideon will be there. Stormtrooper will be there, Scout Trooper will be there, and Death Trooper. Yeah, I think he's going to work really well with Scout. Um, yeah. Because Scout puts out so many debuffs, and that just feeds what this new Moff Gideon does. Yeah. Or, or you're listening to Bones, and the Praetorian Guard comes. I'm just saying, <laughs> thank you. Avant just <laughs> acknowledged it, so when it happens, I better get my recognition. <laughs> From now on, Mark the day and time. Mark the day and time. Yeah, you need to put like a tinfoil hat on. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> create a Bonestradamus thread in Discord where only Stradamus. Bones can post his his uh, his predictions. I, I want to get. If you nifty do that, with... you have to make an emoticon for him. I want to get like a dressed up like on um, the Chappelle show. <laughs> get like an century hat with a feather like in Paul it. Mo yeah. Paul Mooney. <laughs> I say Bones is not allowed to do any of this until his Bad Batcher gear 12, at Ooh. least. Guess Ooh. what? Guess what? I look at them. And you don't I'm have like, gear 12 Bad Batch? Kate, you've literally made it a thing. <laughs> like, I'm tortured every uh, stream by everybody. Every I have that tendency because I just did that to somebody else, too. So. You know who I think is going to counter this new Moff Gideon team? Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Yeah. They're, they're going to daze, daze the shit out of everyone. And yeah, Slacker. it's going to be great. You guys aren't wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, but what's your GP? I'm uh, eight point five. I've been playing for seven bad. years, and I'm only eight point five. So don't judge me. Eight That's, years. That's uh, taking the scenic route to everything, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If it wasn't for content creation, it took me about three years to figure out. Hey, you know what? YouTube might tell me what to do. 
So, uh, oh. yeah, I don't, don't ask me why. I think also, I chose not, I was so pissed off. I wanted to um, imagine that. Uh, I wanted to quit when they announced uh, GL Ray. I was mad. I hated the sequels. Um, I, when I, I saw the requirements, my, I was blown away and I was pissed. Like, I didn't want to do that. And so I didn't. And then I think it took JML coming around. I was like, all right, it's Luke at least. Um, if I'm going to keep playing, I got to chase after this. So um, I was late to the game. So it was just my fault. I think a lot of people are like that. I was like that. Yeah. I think a lot of I people think I, are. I talked to you, talked to you out of it a little bit. Avant I might have backed you off the ledge. Avant is literally the reason why I still play this game pretty much. Because I was <laughs> pissed. I was already mad about Relics. Come to find out, I like GLs. I like Relics. But at the time, I was just like, I can't believe it. We this. all were. We yeah. all were. Not all. I loved Relics majority. immediately yeah. when they came out. And I was like a million GP. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, because at a million GP, you could take like Candorous to Relics and put them on defense and people would be like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, well, why, is he kill, why is he just shooting my entire team and they're all dying? <laughs> yeah. I thought I always thought Candorous was like one of the worst ones. I saw Cubs fan Han made that video about him that he's a monster. But I was like, that is like one of the biggest mistakes you can make. Like you could literally just slap these on anybody and it gets much better. When Relics came out, I went from like getting between 50 and 100 to like 20 in Arena. And then I got to one when I unlocked JKR because I just put Relics on Yoda and Jolie and everyone else didn't know what to do. And I just <laughs> climbed that way. <laughs> Ouch. There was like oh. an ongoing joke on my channel for like the longest time because I had a relic. I, I call him Candyman. And I would just like do solos Ooh. with him for the longest time. And it was just like a funny thing we did. And then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. he became important with Maul Mandos. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This works out. Yeah, it worked out eventually. Yeah. yeah. The Candyman can. People used to make fun of my Candyman. And now I'm like, well, look at him now. He's doing just fine. I like him, yeah. I re I relicked him just for fun. Um, That's what I did. Yeah. I was like, I got the material. Why not? Because I wanted to work on my mall team, so. Um, mall wasn't even a thing when I did it. <laughs> got him modded right and a good relic level. And yeah, he he puts out some punishment in a Mando team. That's for sure. He can slap. He can slap. Yeah. He's a scrappy. He's I'm, a scrappy old feller. But I'm one of those people like I'm not putting one relic above what you need. Like, if I don't have to, you're not getting it. And I miss those days about this game where you could, like, the the legendary events were about the least you could put into and beaten, you know, before they started putting these crappy relics requirements. Yeah, that was what's really fun about it, was watching what, like, the goal was who could do the least and beat it. Um, unfortunately, I don't know. That's, that's gone. I didn't have fun doing the gas event for 12 hours just to try to beat it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, I beat the. Um, you had to earn it, though. I beat the three PO event with no wicket, and all gear eleven. That's that was pretty hard back in the day. What, uh, That's pretty you had good. A lot of, you had a lot of time in your hands. Oh, I did. Well, I'm I worked. Sure I spent hours at work because I would stay the night overnight, um, and I would just. <laughs> and it took like two times around too. I didn't beat it the first time. Um, it, it was probably thousands of attempts that I had to do it. Well, all right, Bob. Let's drag you kicking and screaming on what you got to do in conquest because uh you did really really well in the last one you actually made a red crate well we didn't finish talking about uh super 
Commando Beskar ammo. So, did anybody have anything else to say about him? No, that that was that was done. He's gonna get nerfed. I thought we finished. All right. So, th- for the third time, do a conquest intro for us if you can. I, I've tried to do it three times. You keep wanting to talk about the goddamn Super Commando or whatever the hell. Name right. it. Nobody right. gave a shit about until a couple of days ago. All right. So, uh, so what do I think about it? Well, do you guys want to discuss like what's involved and all that, and then I'll bitch about it throughout the, the discussion? Yeah, no, just give give us your hot take right now. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Get it out of the Fucking way. Fucking Tuscans, Ewoks, uh, individual Tuscans, individual Ewoks that you have to do. There's there's another faction too. I think I was irritated about. But like I said, when we get to that, I'll bitch about it more. But come on now, I, you guys just got me into red crating. I'm happy. I'm doing good. I'm excited about conquest now. And then here we go. But luckily, it's we think is not that great of a character that we got to rush around with. So I don't really feel p- pressured like I did with Malakos to get red crate. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't think a lot of people will disagree that these are some shitty requirements unless your 11 mil account or you're hanging out with you on your yacht. Then everyone's happy. But for us, peasants, even then, for us peasants, even then, no. No. You don't think so either? You think it's pretty crappy still? I, yeah. I, like, is it one of them, I, like, yeah. so many kills with Tuscan Warrior? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm skipping, that one? I'm skipping that one. Beat 100 yeah. enemies with, with yeah, Tuscan Warrior. Like, how am I going to do that? But it's only worth one. Exactly. Well, yeah. you get a disc with it, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Like, when it's any light side character, the easy answer is just put him with JML, and then everyone calls that character to assist yep. all the time. But since it's dark side, that is painful. 100. That's at least, well, not at least, I mean, like, at least probably 20 battles. I mean, unless you, like, find something where you can double up here and there. That's, that's annoying. My, my problem with that feet, super annoying. My problem with the Tuscan uh, warrior feat, Tuscan warrior does not have an AoE attack. So you're going to have yeah. to literally single attack kill 100 times, which is just stupid. No, yeah, um, they don't they're not easy to time with the kills either. They're not. Yeah, all. exactly. Yeah, because like Sanjita said, you can't cheese it with JML. That's what we've been doing with all that, and it's it's still a pain in the ass. Did even cheese it? It's not fun. And so that um, for sure is fifteen cards that I'm gonna miss. I am just gonna count it out right now. I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I don't know. I want to find a way. Maybe Watt put Watt in there. Weapon tech on warrior, so he gets a lot of turns. Don't run him with a Tuscan team. Uh, the Mandalore or the armor get all the stacks of Beskar, and then like two characters that can call assist for him. I don't know. But like the so issue you're running into then hard. is you're going through stamina. Yeah, that's well, gonna get yeah you have to, yeah you have to like Time do so, uh, like a few every day. Yeah. Well, if you have a lot of time on your hands, <laughs> which a lot of us don't, um, you could just kill like four, or if you have a few people that can revive, you can do it to the last person, and then you can just literally just sit there and let it time out, and you don't waste stamina, but it counts still. Um, and then you, you, save, you save stamina, which you shouldn't have to do, but it is a way to do it. I'm going to have to figure it out, because I don't think there's going to be a way I'm going to be able to get around it. I agree. Battle. Dynasty will figure it out, don't worry. Come on. Yeah. We've also got to win 40 battles with Princess Kanisa, Chief Chirpa, Wicket, Paplu, Logray, Surviving. Um, mm-hmm. 
So here, this here's the other thing. I, I know some of these are daunting, but when you look at some, as long as Amplify Agony is still there, yeah, exactly, yeah. you're you're gonna you're gonna find a way to get this shit done. So that that Ewok feat sounds terrible, but so did the Wookiee feat, and so did the Phoenix feat. And you can run either Sector One boss or Sector Two boss with the Amplify Agony, and uh, oh, what's the other one? Uh, accelerator. Yeah, with those two together, you can run, just make Wicket really fast, do the AoE with Wicket. It's going to feed turn meter to your Ewoks, and it's going to deal damage to everyone, and then you can just kill everyone with the, the turn meter train. Yeah. You know what I hope? I hope no one under Relic 5 Ewoks can do this. So everyone's pissed off <laughs> with me, because I can't do it either. I have three Ewoks in Relics, and I have two not in Relics. If I get the data disks I want, I will hop in the treasure node in Sector 1 and call it a fucking day. This this week, I took Logray to Relic 0, and I'm taking Paplu to Relic as well. He's at, like, 12. Uh, I need, like, just a couple more pieces to finish off Paplu. But my thought was I'm going to do Relic 7 Logray for Rote, platoon requirements and i already have nisa i already have chirpa i already have wicket so i just will do paplu and round out the five and have a full ewok squad that i'll never use and you know what i'm all... only doing the lay requirements with those <clears throat> all 60 of the tickets you need at the end uh, for sector five are all very doable Defeat 50 enemies with Empire units, win at least 20 battles without losing any units, gain damage immunity 40 times, and attempt to inflict ability blocks 60 times. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. That's very doable. Yeah, damage immunity is annoying, though. Hey, real it's quick. It's kind of slow. There's a Nisa one, right? What's the Nisa one? Do you have to, you have to kill so many people with Nisa? Uh, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's too bad. I think it's a sector one and it's maybe like 14 or something. Okay. I think you just have to, I think sector you're thinking one. of Saul Guerrero has to kill 10 people Am or something. I? No, oh, just, there's a Nisa feat though. I know that. Oh no, de yeah, defeat 10 enemies with Princess Nisa. Yeah, it's only 10. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. And what's the Saul Well, Guerrero I had to put one? a Relic 7, goddammit, so I better get that one. <laughs> I'm sure you will, man. If um, not, you can, Saw? You can pull out your big boat. Saw is not in Relics. I, He's, I would there's so just one where it says win with him surviving and defeat 10 enemies with Saw Guerrera in Sector 2. That's not so bad. Yeah. Win with Ben Solo surviving, doable. Win with, um, you know, gain potency up 40 times, time to inflict stun 100 times. Burning 60 times. Plague 200 times. For me, the only feat I hate is the Tuscan warrior feat. The rest of them seem yeah. like, like you could find a way to do them. Yeah, that's the worst one. I agree. I think Hot cartels are gimme for any... You can calculate it out so you can basically skip a feat, right? Yeah, you can yeah. miss... Uh, you need 630. And so I think it's like six, 
Uh, it's like 664 is the max. So you can miss 34 um, banners or burritos or whatever you want to call them. Gain Rapop yeah. 40 times. Other than Count Dooku, who the hell does that? Repost? Um, Malakos gets repost. Yeah. Malak, that's right, he does. You guys know you're saying it wrong, right? I don't care. Reposte. Like, like, like it's repost. Like like it's paste. I like, always like thought it was repost. It is repost. <laughs> don't listen to anything that he says. Any question for example. Don't try to mess me up. <laughs> Pistols yeah, it's, are gone. Uh... No, I challenge you to a duel. Reposte. Okay, don't it's be only Dooku. Malakos and Calcestis, like Jedi Calcestis. Jedi Cal. Kate, don't be gullible and don't fall for any of Bones's traps. He's. I am gullible though. Kate, <laughs> I'm the one person Kate goes to for advice in this game and how to say things. What? She's always asking me for advice. Off, oh yeah, totally, all the time. <laughs> and what did I say? Bad batch or slacker? That she needs a counter. And I'm usually right. Bob, I think you. I don't know if you will red crate, but I gold is. Yes. So yeah, I, I, that's a good segue because I, I felt the rage in Bob the other day when 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 they released the conquest feats and stuff, and I was like, oh my god, like it's okay if you don't red crate. Just get the gold crate, and then you will have the character after the second round of conquest. If you don't buy the pass, right? Avon yeah. is my like cooler head, man. <laughs> I just instantly bring, bring out my pitchforks, and I'm like, "It's time to take these people down. This is ridiculous." And Avon's like, "He's like, yeah, like you don't really need this tune. It's not that important. It's not that great. It's a territory tune. It's not like Malgus or Malakos." And I was like, "All right." I was excited. You were for in it. Discord, ready to start the next Russian revolution. You were going nuts, and no one was joining. So I was the it, only it, one was like, <laughs> it, it was like it was like it was like that episode of South Park where everyone in the town gets pissed off and they just gather around the town hall and rabble 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 that's my favorite episode um, just anybody else have anything they want to comment or go over about this conquest I mean, um, is this is this something we should really stress? I mean, it's we're gonna want we're gonna want the character, but it's kind of shitty of CG to put in a Geo Leia feat in the end for five. Yeah, uh, no, it's like, not. I think they've always done that, though. They did that with Jabba too. <clears throat> did they? Yeah, they yeah, did. They it did was it like. Jabba. They yeah, did Jedi like Cal Grand Inquisitor too. right after he came out. Jedi Cal, yeah. they always do one like that where it's just you can't get it. That's unless historic. You spent yeah. really recently. Or can but you? That does Logan? suck because if I want to skip the warrior feat, I'm already down five because I can't <laughs> get Leia. So it gives like a breathing room of like 14. Yeah, win with Princess Leia surviving. Yeah, Vaughn, I think I got that one covered. I think I'm good. <laughs> Somebody figure out the warrior feat for me. 
What's that? I can't hear you from your yacht way out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> right, I'm going to blow the horn. You know. <laughs> yeah, the that Tuscan one, man. I might just have to say goodbye to sixteen tickets. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get aggravated like that. Oh, is that one of the ones where you can buy the the conquest pass and it gives you the the data disc to use to get the fifteen? There is something with the data disc, but I don't remember what it is. There's you purchase and it like gives you a. If you, you know, purchase like the conquest right plus pass, then the two feats that give you one uh one burrito, then they also give you the consumables and then to get the 15 burritos you just have to use whatever consumable it was so they just grant you the yeah. consumable and you, and you can just use it so you wouldn't yeah, have you to get, get out of that one for so do you think bucks. this is their way to be like get this pass because we know you don't want to do this feat yes 100 <laughs> percent. and they keep adding shit and no one still wants to buy it so i think they're just going to keep adding stuff until people mm -hmm. start buying it i guess I'm gonna just sit there one day and time out my Tuscans all night. I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I did that the last with a uh, cow and the Phoenix. The cow feet was never hard because you just JML coined it all the time. But I did. Yeah, it wasn't I, hard. I, I didn't get a Mon Mothma node, so I had to sit there. And no, I was never on a Mon Mothma node. It's you figured out a node yeah. that was not an issue, and it was just coin, and he did more you damage. Just, it it wasn't hard. You just do it on a treasure node. Yeah. Huh. I wish it was so easy, like how you guys act like it's easy for me. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is easy. Oh, God. Pretty much you just needed, I mean, if you don't have JML, yeah, that's got to suck. JML, Watt, Cal, mm -hmm. Coin to Cal, constantly make it so they're targeting JML. You're pretty set. Yep. Yeah, I did that, but I ran out of stamina and he would just die after a while. Well, you well, you gotta like happens, you gotta budget. Yes. You gotta <laughs> yeah. like for something like that. You gotta do a few every day. Like use them from one hundred stamina down to like seventy or something each okay. day. Just like that's my problem. Is your I, global I feet hygiene? Yeah, you're not gonna get there if you try to run them into the ground mm -hmm. down to like ten percent yeah. stamina. You're gonna get destroyed and get pissed and hate you know, it. You can almost run into the ground down to about ten percent stamina. Maul, Watt, and Candorous. Bad batch. Bad batch. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Bad batch is pretty much on <laughs> with the so with good. amplify agony. Bad batch is automatic yes. win. Yes. Echo Echo opens, puts all the debuffs on, and just basically kills everyone. And every day, I, th I, I think you have to use Rex lead though. Yeah. Otherwise, they might die. Like you can't face like just anybody. They'd have to be a weak team if it was just pure bad batch. If you have Rex lead, they all get turned. No, that is true. Yeah. But yeah, Bob, Bad Batch works real well. Every time you guys say Bad Batch, that's you one, get... one day I'm not going to go for him. Another day. Well, you know the worst part? We're actually being serious when we say they're the best at this stuff. I know. I'm the kind of person that, like, if people tell me to do it, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> You're just making your own life harder. I know. It's, it's you have them at seven stars? <laughs> I don't think so. I, f I was farming them at one point, and then like some GL came out or some Marquis, and I started farming something else. Uh, I'm so far away from LV. Um, I have no other. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. 
So am I on the one account I run and I still have Bad Batch and they're not even all like gear 12 and they took out a fully relic team in GAC this past round. But then I'll, I don't know, like after a GL, I pick three teams and I work on them and you have, they've, you nev have, they've never been on the list yet. You have two possible excuses. One, you're lazy. <laughs> two, two. That's one of them. Two is you don't have enough Cairo techs. That's all I farm. Then you should be fine. I don't have any, okay, so but I farm them all the time. <clears throat> I have to sit here yeah. and tell you guys what I'm doing right now, what my plan is in like five months. I have like the next six to eight months booked up. So it's going to be another at least eight months before Bad Batch gets here. What is a higher priority than Bad Batch? Okay, I got Malakos and Seer team going. Uh, okay. But right now I'm working, finishing on my Cal uh, farm. They're, all the gears there. I just have to take them to seven star. Like regular cow, not going for like no, Jedi Knight cow. No, Jedi Knight cow. I have all the requirements done except seven star, but they're all eleven plus ready to hit gear twelve. So as soon as they all hit seven star, he's unlocked for me. And then I'm already working on relics and stuff and farming uh, marquees for Leia. So then I got to get Leia, and then after Leia, I'm halfway to C and I'm halfway to Slacker. So I'm going to take my time and farm both How of How many GLs do you have? Only three, but I have three GL ships. I have Leviathan and everything else, but I only have three uh, GLs. You need to get Bad Batch in there somewhere. <laughs> you need to. So I'm gonna you have, three have GLs. C, JML, JML. I don't care how many JML, or the GLs you have. You need teams other than GLs. <sighs> we'll just go for Lord Vader, then you'll get them. God damn, you guys. Um, no, Sonju, <laughs> I have a JMK, Jabba, and JML. Oh, dang. But I'm halfway Leia, to Slacker and, and get, C, so... And after. he'll get Leia when he's eligible for Social Security. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's kind of slow. <laughs> How are you guys going so fast? I don't... I'm still... I'm doing the same thing everyone else is. So, like, when you guys farm, when you guys you, sit down wait, to wait, farm... Did you really ask that question? You break my balls about my yacht, and you just <laughs> ask, how do we do this so fast? But, if you're not first, you're last. But let's so. say, like, Yvonne doesn't spend much. So you, you sit down mm -hmm. and farm. I farm shards every day. I pick three or four people I farm every day. I do refreshes on theirs. And I do all the 50 refreshes on my campaign energies. And I do all the 100 refreshes on Cantina. And what are you guys doing differently that's so much quicker besides spending money? Okay. Spending I don't know. I don't spend it. I don't spend any money, and uh, it's everything ha happens so fast. So the easily. answer, the answer, understand. you're you're not gonna like the answer, Bones. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. the the answer. How do I have so many resources without spending money? It's because I played nice with my fleet arena shard since the Millennium Falcon came out, and I've been getting 400 crystals in fleet arena every day because oh. i didn't decide to big dick the people in my fleet shard and right. piss them off and get boxed out but i haven't been doing that for about two years since profundity came out i've been getting number one every day so that's not my problem but, anymore but i don't know what have... what nodes do you farm like gear you you said you only farm chirotech so i was i was the first person to bitch about gear economy when this raid came out the gear, I have plenty of every single gear in the entire game but Chirotech. So all I do is I take my campaign energy and I farm my characters first and I do the 25 refreshes. Now I don't do the 50s, maybe that's my problem.
but I do the 25s and then I put everything else into Cairo Tech Farms. That's all I do with my campaign energy every day. What about your fleet? You sit on, on the average every day. What's that, Logan? How many crystals do you sit on on the average every day? Like, I don't know. I'm around 8,000 right now. 1,000? 8,000, yeah. Yeah, 8,000. I wish I had that many. <laughs> well, I don't know. Everyone I know has like 10K what are, Hold on. What are you spending? You're doing the Kairos. What are you using your... Are you using your Cantina fleet? What are you using this energy on? The, the Cantina energy, I... I mean, obviously, if I am farming a legend and it needs a Cantina farm, I farm that character. I get it out of the way real quick. But I'm not doing that. So everything else just goes to relic materials constantly. For me, okay. that's 300 crystals a day. Yeah. Are you Cantina farming mods? I don't farm mods, no. I do not you, farm wait, mods. what? I, I used to I farm rarely mods farm and all mods I got was either. shitty mods no, 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 for like, like months. Slicing material, too. Like, oh, no, no, no. I get the materials, yes. But I don't, I don't do okay. like the physical... You know, I buy them out of the shop or something. But yeah, I, so, that's a, I actually agree with that. I don't like farming the new mods because it's just like messy and clunky, and yeah, I got to spend a lot of time selling them. I don't farm mods like either. I, I I buy them out of the mod shop, and I get yeah. them from the events, and then I slice them, and I spend all my mod energy on slicing materials. Yeah, I farm mods. On, I farm mods on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's but what I, I do. Yep. I have Tuesday, a, Thursday, mods, breast slicing material. Yep. Not, I feel not like to, that was like a warrior present strategy or something. Not, not to brag, but I have a good mod score, and I do it without farming mods, because I feel What's like your mod score. Most of your mod farming, you get trash like gray mods, and like they're not mm -hmm. good. So I'd rather just spend, I'd rather just spend my currency and my fleet currency to buy mods out of the mod shop. How do you find your mod score? Oh God, you and Discord you bot. You're there's a bunch a, of noobs. There's yep. a command what, what's, your, what's your mod score? Uh, like, do you want the DSR score? Cause I don't have. Um... I only know, I just, I don't even know what it is. I just know in my guilds Discord, I like type it in and get something. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll pull it up. I gotta pull it up. Avant's like, not to be like that or anything, but I'm kind of a big deal when it comes to mods. Well, you know, I wake up every morning, I piss excellence. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the second, that's the second Talladega Nights quote of this podcast. We have one every, every podcast. Um, so, so through the DSR, my mod score is 6.2. Okay. I know we're talking about mod scores, but a question just to whoever. What besides refreshes on anything, whether it's conquest, besides that, what else are you guys spending your crystals on? All right. Um Yeah, go ahead. Well, so how do you use your out. shipment currencies? Um, well, it depends. Are you are you talking about which one's shipment currencies? I just usually just all the shipments like shard shop, guild event, raid. Oh uh, god, man. Usually the things that I have everything for, I just buy extra shards to convert into the the bottom so shop for, for gear from a resource management standpoint if you need chirotex you need to be spending your get to currency on chirotex and your gac currency on chirotex okay I do. you should not every, be every time i see that's all i don't spend on anything else but chirotex all right those those two right. currencies you should only buy chirotex with unless you have like 
in excess of Chirotex in the like 500 range for each of them. I'm like, telling you, I have not had a need for any gear, not gold, anything, but Chirotex. So that's all I farm. Chirotex shards. Not even your 12 plus? Um, no. I, mean, I, I, ne I never do with those two currencies on, on uh, gear 12 plus. Yeah. So I think, I, I, I think maybe it's just because I'm behind <laughs> from a long time ago. Like when Avant's talking, I guess. And like when I just quit doing things. I don't know. But because I wasn't always doing this efficiently. Um, this has all, only been for about... Yeah, I mean, maybe you're doing it right now and it just, you're behind you. Yeah. All of my farming, everything I do pretty much at this point goes into relic material. That's that's where that's where my focus is. Like every day it's three hundred and cantina for signal data. Every day without fail. And you know, yeah. two days a week I'll I'll farm mods, see what I get, roll the dice. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you you damn, you just rolled one for a secondary of twenty two speed and you feel pretty good about yourself that day. And then, you know, I buy the Chirotech, and with the raid, I, you know, I buy the, the high relic material, the, you know, and it's just, it's, you know, when it comes to gear 12 plus, I, I buy those packs, and I, then I, re, I refill my reserves, and... But <clears throat> my question is, the crystals, the actual premium currency, what do you use it on? Besides refreshes, anything else? Do you actually buy Kairos? Do you buy um, other gear or anything like the, that? The only thing, other than like when you're forced to buy like a capital ship or something, the only thing is signal data. Yeah, same. I, I, I like to buy that very first um, relic relic material. Not the, not the ones you farm, but the ones that you convert gear into. It's like 900 for like 180 or something. I do that sometimes. Wait, like... Like, uh, uh, what do they call it? Carbonite circuit boards? In my, uh, in whatever the first like one the, is. The like those and bronzium wirings, the yeah. like where you need crappy gear to convert into it? Don't buy those. I, I never have the gear, I guess, to convert them. It doesn't give you very many. The, the... It, it, that, for like the first one, it's extremely easy to farm the gear. Like you just hit light side 1C or 1D a bunch of times and you yeah. just like spend like a week or something doing that and then you're set for a while yeah and with fleet only do the like mark 12 furnace node and then you get a ton of stuff i think i think it's a lot for carbonate circuit boards but it's also for bronzium wiring and then there's furnaces if you don't use them on their own they're good for gear to keypads which you know doesn't come into play as much but right. yeah the like i always see on reddit people are like oh i love the this packs bag this relic like scrap pack, it's back. Oh, I'm so excited! Those are terrible. They're all bad. Is, I don't know. is that the one Avant that you always buy? You buy one of those, don't you? For five hundred no, no. crystals. So there's the gamble pack for carbonite circuit boards, where it's five hundred crystals and you get between a hundred and two fifty or three hundred circuit boards. Mm -hmm. And I will do that if I have excess crystals and I'm short on circuit boards. Yeah, yeah I've never right. been a big fan of a lot of the gambling packs, but every now and again you see one and you're like, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice. You know, sometimes you're thirsty and it's fun to take a drink, you know? There it is. But don't be drinking the salt water around your boat, man. You might get sick. No, I'm too high up. I'm too high up on deck. There's four levels. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm going to swing back here, Logan. Oh, are uh, you really on a yacht? I, I'm like kind of out of the loop here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 
I get a lot of grief because I, I spend and I got oh, okay. too much of everything. So we call Sanji to, we call Sanji. Do you can come. I get to come, hang out on the yacht with him. You, yeah. Sanji, well, you can come hang out on my pontoon boat. <laughs> you little dingy. And, and I'm little, the guy. Little, yeah. and little dingy and and a cooler full of light beer. Uh, and, and we can just like shoot bottle rockets at his yacht. That sounds like a great time. And I'm behind yeah. the pontoon boat in like a floaty that they're pulling me along with. I mean, come on, I'll at least get you like a like a tube, not just a floaty, but like an actual tube. Yeah, that means you have to. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll, we'll stop it there. All right, so Avon, where were so, you going to segue us to? Mod score, <clears throat> according to oh, DSR, six point six. Six point six. Yeah. So that's what you I beat you, you beat me. I'm six point two two. Logan, yours is five point one seven. Trash. And uh, bones. <laughs> Bones, yours is five. Yours is five point two three. I'm catching up with so you, Logan. So according to the, according to the DSR bot, Bones has better mods than you. I know, and I actually try to farm, and and I get I get shit on. It's it's horrible. See, I can't hit a twenty plus to that, save my life. That's that's why I don't farm mods because you just get trash. They just it's give like you trash. You and, work ones you have, make them better. So I put That's everything right. into yeah. buying or farming relic, uh, or sorry, mod upgrade materials, and and I buy mods that have good stats that I know the stats already, and then I will slice them and level them and sell the ones I don't like and buy more of ones that look like they could be good. Love them, kiss them. I'm gonna say I've agreed with everything you said this whole podcast. I think since those attenuators <laughs> came out, um, my mods have gotten better because while I cannot roll a 20-plus secondary to save my life for some reason, those damn attenuators, I've improved a shitload of mods into be- like in the teens into the those 20s. nice. Yeah. So I've been trying to focus on, on those more, of getting ones that I have in the teens into 20s, and if I need them for another character, I'll move some mods around. Kate, what's your mod score? I have no clue. I never checked. <laughs> Not a clue. I think it's going to be Kate, 6.8. I'll, I'll look it up. What? What's your game name? Kate. K8. That's it. K8. That's it. I actually really don't like the name Kate Gaming, so I took out the gaming and I just left Kate. And now I'm kind of stuck with the Kate Gaming, though, but oh well. Can I say your guild name on here just to be sure that it's you? It's Vanguard. I can tell you that. It's Vanguard. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> We're fucked now. Poachers are going to be cut poaching. Oh. The way it also calculates your mod score, if I remember correctly, there it does it a little odd the way it calculates it. But Crafting Way says uh, it has to do with your GP. And I need to work on my mods. They're, they're probably not a great score. I need to work on So, it. Kate Kate gets the torch. She has the best mod score. 7.02. I don't Yippee. know what it's on a scale of or whatever, but I'll take it. Zero to infinity. It's be- <laughs> you're better. That's all that matters. She takes the cake. There it is. 
There it is. I gotta work on my mods. I've been slacking. Alright guys, do you want to talk about the best thing in the game? The Leviathan? No, we got Datacron still to talk about. I was about, about to say, it's gotta be Datacrons, yeah. but that sarcasm. Are we sure it's, it's not about <laughs> Leviathan and how we're gonna change the Leviathan again? Because it's not performing as intended? It's over six in a row. Wait, they said that? Yep. No, no. This is just my joke. This is just my my thing because you are gone. I'm already scarred. Don't do that. That was also it had a red five reference too in the post. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Kate, last podcast. Last podcast, Logan brought up the Leviathan because they buffed it. And I was like, how many podcasts in a row are we going to talk about the goddamn (laughs) Leviathan? And how the kit came out. It's not strong enough. Okay, we're investigating this. Okay, it's not strong. Okay, we're going to buff it. It's just like... We got to fix it. The never-ending discussion of the Leviathan and how it is just wrecking the game. I did have a question for Logan, though, because I think I saw it somewhere in your guys' Discord. Have you noticed the R9 uh, Sassy doing anything for you? Yes. Um, If I go up against another um, Leviathan and their assassin is Relic 8, regardless if they go first and knock out my engines, I'll still beat them. But if I'm facing another Relic 9 Sith Assassin, which I'm seeing quite a few of those in my ship shard already, hence why I'm one of those poor schleps that also put his Assassin to 9, it's 50-50. I mean, you can... They'll take out your engines first, but if if their ships tee off on you, then they're going to inflict Stagger, and then you're just going to lose. Okay, because that's actually something I've been debating the past couple of days because I've been about ready to throw my phone at the wall trying to do arena climbs. Shit. My my sassy is only I think a five still, and I've been winning, but I rarely well one I've been rarely winning the coin flip, which does not help, and then I'm rarely getting to alt first, so I'm like trying to beat them after they alt, and it's just. A nightmare. It is. I know Trip Attacker Executor is is beating it, but your relic levels on the bounty hunter ships have to be pretty high. Um, Chimera is beating it, but again, it's a it's an annoying match though. The Chimera, that's what I have to use. It's a real pain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I know the Executor one. I was talking to Zareth about it the other night, and I was like, "All right, you're basically that. Like nobody's gonna have that higher relic." Well, people will, but not many. Like, you have to have your boss at nine and every one of your attackers at relegate. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. not super common. Hey, guys, real quick. Not really feasible. I want to shout, yeah. shout out to Nar. He gave a, a 10 community subs. Thank you, brother. Love you, my man. Thank uh, you, Dark Nar. Much appreciated, my friend. So, yeah, Datacrons, everyone's favorite, but we would not be doing our duty to the community if we did not at least go over what all the hubbub is going to be about and whether or not we like them and what are some of the ones that anybody in any GP should go for. So we will start with the stats. So it's looking like it's max health, max protection, defense, health, steel, accuracy, and crit damage. 
with with this new set we're getting the expiration of the 15 percent health and protection data crons or the yep. thick crons so those thick crons are now gone huzzah mm -hmm. <laughs> not a moment too soon yeah i'm ready for and now they're different. just replaced with secondaries yeah yeah, this, More, uh, this has a lot of similarities. I mean, obviously, it's not as bulky with uh, that crazy level three, but most of the stats are the same, except they have accuracy, which sucks. Um, crit <laughs> damage is really hanging around. It's been like, I feel like it's been like in every set for like five sets or something. Uh, the the ones that stand out to me are the repost on Ufus for Starkiller. Yep. Um, I would say for Malakos, but he already gets repost on his own. Um, and then the damage reduction for Rebels is going to be huge. I think CLS versus Java will be really viable. Uh, it's the same one that's for Wookiees now, like over 50% turn meter, take 75% less damage. Um, pretty much any Rebel team, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of them get a lot of turn meter. Those two stand out the most, I think. Um, Imperial Troopers get a lot of extra offense, the 400% of their current defense, which I don't know how that math works because it's not, it's like multiplying an apple by an orange so i don't know how the actual numbers work um but then for the level three i like the crit damage crit chance and offense up one i think that's like the one to go for across the board what did you think of the uh especially for a malikos ufu team uh, the first time each ally falls below 50 percent health all allies reduce their cooldowns by one and gain i know the turn meter game isn't that great but you can get to die whelp a lot quicker I, mean, I don't know. I don't really care about that one. For for the level threes, I feel like the ones that are interesting to me, where you give offense, crit chance, and crit damage up to your team. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, if you increase Malakos's damage by fifty percent, that's ridiculous. Which yeah, that I level believe, three you're gonna want across the board. I think I, I'm pretty sure the offense up. Buff is plus fifty percent damage, and Which then he's level all... three. Were you guys saying is the? <clears throat> um, whenever they use a basic, they get crit chance up, crit damage up, and offense up, and it's like basic out of turn works too. It doesn't have to be on their turn. So every time he assists, he's going to give himself offense up, crit chance up, and crit damage up. Yeah. So he's going to do way more damage. And if he has repost and attacks out of turn, he's hitting under your protection. Yeah, that's why you should use gas. That's going to be nasty with a maul in there if you're running oh, like a Malika's maul team. Yeah. yeah. This Ufu squad is going to be disgusting. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it already is. I was about to say, it already is disgusting. But it's like I... new level of disgust is going to be kind of scary might demand a jmk mm -hmm. so far i'm not i mean we'll, i was gonna have that as a topic is what we thought how uh malikos and leia were affecting the game in the meta but when this so far in gac if i if i see you and you're gonna see it the malikos team i'm just slickering it they're just that i'm not even nope goodbye Let work I've done it uh, three times. No, now. I mean with this. 
with this, I, I don't, I don't think any of us know what's going to actually work. No. Like, I've been using yeah, Treya. I've been using Treya's massage, and it's working. I used Treya, and I used Treya and failed. And then I used C and got good banners. See, I used C versus a mall comp, and it just, that no. went bad really quickly. Oh, yeah. So I've taken well. It goes bad, especially since they had the Seer Omi and then they had the Malakos Omi. That was the one where he assists when another unaligned force user uh, uses a special. So you have six wit Maul like right off the bat, and I just got annihilated. What was your comp that they were running or that I was running? That, like, what'd you have with C? Uh, what? I don't remember who else. I might have I thrown used, in a couple of tanks, but I might have not. I don't remember. I used Sith, yeah. Sith Empire Trooper, and it worked pretty well. Yeah, I think you need some, like, drones on the side, like just random Sith. Tanks are probably the best. Sanjita, how are you doing it? How are you countering him? Um, well, I faced the first... Well, I used Treya last week against a double Omicron. Um, yesterday, I used Gas, but I also, like, remodded my Gas specifically to handle Malakos. It went really well. I changed I made them all way faster than they were and I gave them all health focus, like all the clones, even fives, like before I always had protection, but give them all health because Malakos is gonna destroy all their protection before gas yep. goes down anyway. You just want health. And then you just want speed. And they like triggered a sacrifice and like my team went so fast they just lapped the whole team. Because that team Seer, it's not like oh. a fast team. Seer's yeah. slow. Uh, mm, Crew's true. slow. Yeah, true. they're all slow. Interesting. So I was just laughing and running circles around. And they couldn't do anything. So I, I like I, I did a basic and then like the telekinesis with gas and did five hundred thousand total damage to kill Malakos. Nice. That'll you, if you watch, it'll be in. But my video comes out tomorrow with it. But it, it, it went pretty well. I will definitely take take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's good to know. And basically, once you kill Malakos, it's done. You, I mean, you have to look out for Seer because eventually she'll throw her her Inquisitor Saber at you. Um, He's a huge threat. I, I just know. she might have a better level like, nine than Malakos. Like you're facing the team, and you're just like, it's coming. It it she's gonna throw yeah. that goddamn thing and then yeah. someone's gonna get smoked. <laughs> and then she throws it and you're like, Oh my god, yeah. they're dead. <laughs> Can't she delete someone on a basic? Because I deleted someone on a basic with her. I don't remember what it was, but I don't know what kind of sorcery so. you practice, but no, not <laughs> I was gonna say, Merlin, what are you uh what are you running I over remember there? The defenses like... I go against aren't probably like what your guys are. But, was it a gear 12 well, character? Her, <laughs> her special so. is kind of deceptive because I think she shoots with a blaster and then throws it oh, as okay. the move. That's so it might look like she did a basic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just now, I just reliced her a couple days ago. So I'm just now messing around with her. But Yeah, no, my, my GAC match today, my opponent had a relic um, eight Malakos with two Omicrons on it. And I did. I just took Slicker and. One of the fifty-fifty crons with some health steal, and you know you 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 have to poke crew first. But if you're um, 
oh, the fuck's his name? General H- if your General Hux is fast uh, enough, then Slicker goes again, then you poke Malico, stun him, yep. keep him under control, and then just own it. That's true. Yeah, I, I did that against one that had no Omicrons, just because it was like I had nothing else I needed to beat, so I just used Slicker there, and yeah, it seemed like that would work even with Omicrons. Yeah, crafting way, so it is. It's a straight first order team, no what. It was mm-hmm. uh, yep. Slicker, the Lobster Trooper, Hux, First Order Officer, and First Order Stormtrooper. That's exactly what I used to. Yeah. I just, and I somehow, just my opponent didn't do that because my Malikos team got three holds, and he actually nice. messaged me, and he tried it with um, he tried it with Treya first. That didn't work. He tried it with Gas second. That didn't work. And then he finally said, fuck it. I'm going to Slicker it. I, I think people's problem with gas is, and I did this too for the longest time. People just neglect their like five of first mods because you just don't need yeah. anything. You just you just like have plus 50, like seventy speed on echo and arc trooper. You don't care. Uh, how many people have I, their their old school wrecks above three hundred speed nowadays? Yeah, I, I did that too. I was like, yeah, I don't need it. Like it's just gas. Like eventually takes over. Like. They're, they're mostly invulnerable, and then it's just like this brief period, and usually you can get them back up real fast, so people would neglect it, but I, I definitely gave them more uh, more mods. I think my my Rex is still modded from <clears throat> the can mission. I never yeah. remodded for... I, I Actually, no, I take that back. I did remod for the can mission, but I always made my Rex fast. He is. He's three eleven. What like, is everybody's? Uh, uh, um, what's everybody's Malakos at? When you unlocked him, what did you bring him to? What mods did you use for him? <clears throat> um, mine is at R eight. I only have one Omicron because that's all I had. Um, he's got two hundred eighty four speed. 89k health, crit damage triangle, and 11.3k offense. My Malikos I took to Relic 5 for the for, uh, last week of um, GAC just because I didn't have the materials. And now I have them to Relic 7. <clears throat> and I have uh, an offense set and a crit chance set with crit damage triangle, offense, cross, I should put an offense arrow on him instead of a speed arrow. Um, but his speed is 256 and his physical offense is 9,700. That's pretty high for our... Wait, is that at R5 or R7? Seven. That's 7. Okay. What about you, Kate? I was just pulling mine up. Mine's only on... <laughs> Mine's an R four, <laughs> so random. Got him. You got him though. No, I know. I just I had to. I had a higher priority. Um, I had to bring my IG up to Relic Nine, like my guild asked me to. So that was like my first priority. So it took me a little bit longer to get him uh, up Relic wise, but I'm. He kind of he doesn't have my final set of mods on him. I have like an offense set on him right now with like an offense arrow. Um, I need to change that to crit damage triangle. I didn't realize I had an offense one on him, but then I have like uh, 
the mods aren't right on him right now. But then I only have the one Omicron on him, and that's probably all that's going to stay on him. Because I had to sneak that one on, like, as it is. It's, Don't tell my guild. <laughs> it's funny you said that about a random uh, relic, because until Leviathan came out, my uh, Darth Revan was relic two for, like, three years. Oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> <laughs> and BCM, it was funny because BCM was hanging out with me or something. Oh, uh, man. And we checked out his roster, and his was Relic 2. I just thought it was the funniest thing. Vegeta is just, just holding his head in shape. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is random roster facts with Bones. Right? So, uh, I feel like I'd enjoy reviewing your roster. You'll have to, so I'll come on. So, well, you don't do live, do you? How, do you do roster reviews? No. Yeah. Yeah. I have a list. I made a post in January and I got like 150 replies and I'm still working through them. I cut <laughs> off requests like five months ago. Get on the list. Dude, people love those things, man. And the same people every yeah. day will have you do it. And it's only been like a day. Well, I, like when I stream, it'll be like a couple days and they'll have me review the roster, which is fun. I like yeah, to do check it. Check out what I did. Yeah. Which is fine. But yeah, I, I'm sure once you get to a certain height of popularity, it probably gets pretty overwhelming. So. <laughs> I'm gonna start I mean, a I, new. I'm gonna start a new segment. Uh, probably next podcast. It's gonna be Bones guesses the character's kit. I'm gonna read the character's basic <laughs> ability, and I'm gonna make you guess what character it is. Oh, the Mad Awesome Show. They do that. It's a whose kit is it anyway? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. That sounds like Calvin, a blast. Calvin, uh, Calvin Awesome and Tilo Mad do that. Oh, they do that. Nice. That's yep. I mean, have you have you guys seen uh, Yuki Swiga's trivia shows? Yeah. Did a few. Yeah, you like, were on that, weren't you? Yeah, I went on twice with Calvin, and I think I could have beat anyone else, but I went on twice with him and lost twice. <laughs> but like they have, <laughs> like he was so fast, and like he just knew everything too. Um, Dude but, has this shit on That guy is so smart. He is like. <laughs> oh god. I mean the the stats and the the kits he knows it's it's mine like I I I do GAC I still sometimes have to hold the ability and go okay this does oh yeah that's right okay yep I got it all right yep I do that too I sit there and I'm like is this the one I want yes okay cool was it Calvin all right so I want to brag so I want to brag for a second so my Malikos is relic nine um. Offense set with crit chance, the crit damage triangle. Health at about 75,000 uh, K. Protection, uh, 106,000 K. Speed, 291. And physical offense, over 11,000. Nice. So, pretty, pretty solid. And he's got three, Omicron, three Omicrons and three Zetas. Did you, wait, did you say R8 or R9? R9. R9. Um, speaking of that, I just want to pull you guys. I have an R9 I could apply out of these four options. Who do you think I should give it to? Ooh. GK, Malikos, Maul, or Starkiller? GK, because he's a pilot of the ship, the capital ship. Do you use do you use your negotiator? Yeah, is the negotiator yeah. like is it is it breaking? I mean, hold on. That negotiator is fucking uh, <laughs> asshole. Put that on defense, oh, and the AI has some kind of broken mechanic that when it uses it, it will be anything. 
My six-star Leviathan was down to two reinforcements left against a negotiator in Grand Arena. Those things. I, I actually agree with you. I, I I think the the defensive AI for negotiator is pulling some kind of voodoo too. I agree. Like I suck in that mirror. Like whatever I face it, I have to do. Unless I just have profundity left. That I, I was leaning towards GK two out of those four. But yeah, I I suck at that mirror. So I, I like even breath. if I'm faster, I still suck with it. I hold my breath during the negotiator fights because I'm like, all right, I'm either gonna wax this squad or somehow Anakin is just gonna just destroy things, and I'm gonna be mad that the negotiator is beating, like, beating my malevolence into the ground or beating my executor into the ground. Like, how does this happening? But right. bones. Bones has the best GAC streams against the negotiator. It is like there could be a montage clip of Bones losing his mind at negotiator. It's my nemesis. I've lost so many great arenas because I'll smoke the Leviathan. I'll beat the profundity. But when it comes to negotiator, it's just not going to happen. I feel you. No, Sanjita, I would, I would probably lean towards General Kenobi myself. But man, when you said Maul... Um. Yeah, no, I, I, I was leaning towards GK. I actually favored him for that, but I was trying to see if others would disagree. I think GK is the sensible choice. Maul, Maul is, is like fun choice. Maul is the sexy choice. It is. It really. Is. I almost just did it for Malakos impulsively, but I was like, wait, wait, that no, there's other people. I mean, need it more. You think about the ship. Like there's yeah, the ship there. is the big thing. But and yeah. they snap boost. He's a tank. Yeah. Ooh, those look good. And you are making a fleet just more difficult to deal with. Yeah, I bring it on offense, um, just because it's like the easiest way to deal with uh, levelance. Like you can get a pretty like every everything else. I get a lot of banners stolen. If I use profundity, I lose banners. Executor lose banners. Um, I don't. I can't use Chimera on it because Chimera for Leviathan. So I ended up using negotiator for malevolence and then once in a while someone sets negotiator and then i hate my life like bones does apparently <laughs> dude yeah <laughs> so what, what, uh, what did you guys think of the requirements again being one three and five and for everyone's roster what character are you going to go for that that you like well uh, um i think it's a great choice um it makes it makes it <laughs> It makes it so that I have to do it because it's making it easy, easily accessible for people like me when I'd rather just not do it and bitch about it, but um, I can't because they're making it easy. So it's a good thing. And for all those Relic 2 Darth Revens out there. Yes. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I have a Leviathan. Not anymore. Maybe, maybe oh, Mags does because he quit, so it's probably sitting there at R2. <laughs> um, and I, something with Ufu, because I'm working on my Ufu squad. I'd like some riposte with my Ufu. Um, so that's probably what, So maybe Malakos. Uh, I don't know. I don't really. Nothing really else. I don't have Ewoks or anything else. So. Yeah. Um, I think as far as like character ones, I think Visus Mars actually super nice. Um, as long as she's not the one dying, you're just going to get a free chance at a revive. So she actually has you. Uh, Stormtrooper is really good. 
It's the when they lose taunt, remove fifty percent terminator from all enemies. Yeah. Uh, so that can have a lot of use, and with like either Aiden or Lord Vader, even. Um. Then yeah, Malakos, just because I mean he's amazing already. Seer would be fine there too. Saul's okay. Uh, I mean, th- none of these are like none of these blow me away, but those ones are pretty nice. I think I'm most excited about either Malakos or Seer. Um, just because I have them both at Relic 5 or higher. Um, so I don't have to do anything. <laughs> uh, but like a, a couple of the other ones, like like some of them are sneaky good. Like Admiral Akbar sounds really interesting. Whenever another ally attacks during Akbar's turn, that ally gains 25% turn meter. Yeah, Akbar but the problem is you have to put Akbar on that team on a team and he sucks. Yeah, but if you are one of those souls that has his Omicron, this uh, is which I know a lot of people squad, who do though. A lot of beginner players do have that. Yeah, like this could really elevate the Akbar team. I don't personally I, have the Akbar on the prom, but I just made a video for Saturday <laughs> encouraging people not to apply that Omicron. Among <laughs> <others>. <laughs> I watched that one too. I'm like, wait a minute, did Sheena just say some shit about this recently? Like that though, that and Leia. I as soon as I saw them, I was like, okay, well, feel bad for anyone that applies those. Those are not gonna stay long. And I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for you, Avant, because you said you were excited about a Datacron. You were. I love Datacrons. I need no. I need no pity. I don't mind Datacrons. They, I don't know, they spice up the game. I feel like. Agreed. Yeah. And, and, and like so some of these are kind of interesting to me. Like if I roll them, I would be like, I, think I might use this. Whereas beforehand, I would not have used the character. Wedge Antilles. Whenever an ally uses an ability on their turn, Wedge assists once per turn, dealing 50% more damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds good, but it's still Wedge. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's like, it sounds good, but it's Wedge. Yeah, it's like, what team are you going to put him on, and then who do you take out for him? To be fair, the Imperial Super Commando rework sounded good. And then it killed all the galactic legends. I yeah, but like that, if if you were like really trying to like <clears throat> brainstorm how that could possibly go, you could see how that true damage, okay, that true damage could be busted, like in some world. But this is still just wedge attacking, and it's only fifty percent more than what he normally does, which is not much. Yeah. And the other one that's interesting is Wicket. Wicket gains 15% turn meter whenever other allies use a special ability on their turn. Avant, I, I it's, it's Wicket. I, I, it's, it's Wicket. Wicket. It's Wicket, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I don't... I mean, they're, uh, yeah, they're bear bears with spears. I don't... I'm, I'm not well, would this at all encourage you to use one of the Ewok 
datacrons and put it like as a backwall team or something and i would more it. likely use them to attack with if you can make your your wicket or your paplu fast enough that you can get ahead of someone and start a turn meter train now i'm going to ask you what sorcery are you apply <laughs> paplu uh, is, is a fast character he is he is and so you get Paplu to be, it's the same phenomenon as Bad Batch Echo. If your Paplu can go first, you can call Wicket and start the turn meter train and just start feeding turn meter. And now that you have Nisa, like you could maybe beat something with your Ewoks. Or you put your Ewoks down on defense. And someone goes, oh, look at this clown. And they don't check your mods. And then they get a turn meter train run on them. And they're like pissed that they lost to an Ewok squad. Well, that's the thing I actually don't mind about Datacrons. Like, you're bringing up, like, we keep making the comments like, yeah, it's Wedge. Yeah, it's Ewok, whatever. But it's actually boosting those type of teams, which I'm not opposed to at all. That's the good thing about Datacrons is that, you know, you may have a team that you've worked on, you're, you're not really doing anything with, and then bang. And then with the requirements of either one, three, or five, you, you know, you can turn chicken shit into chicken salad. I mean, there's, there's the possibility. But would you want to eat chicken yeah, salad with chicken shit in it? No. I knew, I knew no, you transmute it into chicken meat. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. It just <laughs> opens up different possibilities for your roster. You're not set in the same exact ways. You guys you are, are wrong. I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are enthusiastic yeah, I, about it. Yeah, I think there's like, I talked about this last time I was on this show, but like, I think there's a lot of holdover, holdover from the initial animosity from that leak where they showed like relic mats being required to boost them up. Yeah. Um, but the reality is much better than that and like the 135 instead of 357 is huge the shipments change is huge uh one thing that they they reversed that is a little sneaky is like when you dismantle set nine now it's back to where you just get a ton of data cache and you barely get any level two mats so it's gonna be really hard to like use all the data cache and come under that um cap with your old set for set 10, it was amazing. They gave you tons of Mark II mats. You like barely needed to farm in if you had a stockpile from before. But now it's that I, I don't like that part. You're it's gonna be really hard to use all my data cache. Yeah, with the amount of data crowns that some people are hoarding, like I'm actually gonna have to sell. You know, hope I get some the first. You know, within the first day of of conquest, and I'm I'm actually gonna have to sell some and spend some, or else I'm I'm gonna end up losing. Yeah. Um, actually, guys, I got to head out. Uh, stayed on longer than I was anticipating, but I enjoyed being on. Thanks so much for having me again. Oh, absolutely. Thank you much. Thank you much, Sanjita. You are always welcome here in the, uh, the Cantina for Scoundrels. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Yes, Sanjita. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, guys. We will uh, talk to you later. But you're always welcome, man. All right. See you guys later. Take care, brother. 
you guys want to jump into some viewer questions or do you have anything more about that? Hold on. There was, there was two here and I wanted, I wanted your guys' opinion before we got into the viewer questions real quick. I had one, one question for all of you guys as well, but, um, uh, because Leia is the new hotness, and of course, it's been a while since they've given a Datacron to a legend, but here we go. But I can't What's that? Help. I can't hear you from how far away you are on your yacht. <laughs> use sonar, please. That you've learned with your whales. Out Don't there use sonar long. above water, you goon. <laughs> please use your megaphone. That's radar. Whatever. Um. So... Leia Organa's is very interesting because second wind basically how the second wind wind ability is if one of your allies gets reduced to 1% health second wind gives them 50% health and 50% protection so it's almost like a it's like half of a savior mechanic mm -hmm. this next part of second wind for the datacron second wind heals an additional 50% health and protection if second wind is dispelled from an ally that ally recovers 100% protection instead. That's like, so in GAC, you're going to, you're going to, you think you're going to kill somebody on the Leia team and they're just going to come back each, each character with 100% health and 100% protection. So effectively you're going to have to kill everybody twice. It's pretty dirty. <clears throat> and then I did like Captain Drogans because at the start, the entire team is going to get keen stratagem. You don't have to dish it around like Hermit Yoda. Just everybody has it. Mm -hmm. Which the keen stratagem, I think, was, yeah, extra 25% offense and potency. So I'm definitely going to go for that one. I do like Visas Mar. I do like Malakos. And so with, with keen stratagem, doesn't, when he uses his special ability, doesn't everyone with keen stratagem assist? Yep. Like a so, mass swarm type thing? Yeah, so everyone's going to have it at the start. So whenever he uses a, a special ability, everyone's going to assist. Yeah. Every every time. And from the play the play that I've had with Leia already, yeah, Drogon hits like a fucking truck. I mean, I he's literally... Hope. Arnold's video is not. People. Yeah, Arnold's video is not exaggerating. I've I've been I've I've been testing it and doing it in arena, and he's literally one-shotting people. I just hope that by the time these datacrons are ready to expire, that's around the same time. Oh yeah, so I don't have to deal with this. You cut out what? Yeah, you cut out right yeah, when you were yeah. getting to the point. <laughs> I... <laughs> I hope that by the time I start facing Geolea in that's the same time that these datacrons are starting to expire. Oh, don't we all? Okay. Because they sound awful. I don't know why they put GLs into the datacrons again. Well, you're we, up we, here, Logan and I, and you're going to see them. We, we went how many datacron seasons without GL abilities in the datacrons? Like... Come on, CG. We we did a real good job for like six or seven seasons. Let's keep the GL abilities away from the Datacrons. Avant, They're are probably you trying to push you to get Leia. Yeah, She's probably strong enough. She doesn't need to be boosted. Oh, I'm not going to argue that, but it's probably their way of being like, mm -hmm. 
there wasn't as many people who unlocked Leia as they would have liked. Here's a little extra push to unlock her. And this is and the whoever new does have Leia, one of the first um, of the tiers for stats. There's max health. A lot of Leia's kit, her damage is based on her max health. Like her ultimate, that damage is based on 90% of her max health. You tailor a cron the way you want it, where it's all max health. That ATST is just gonna fucking absolutely merc people. If she and even gets fracture all over the place with the T if Drogon, Chewy. if Drogon doesn't kill everyone, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, Kate, what are you excited about with these Datacrons? I mean, I'm getting excited like using my Malakos, so I like the Seer and the Malakos. Uh, crons I'm excited about but I also like I want to be able to use teams that kind of been sitting on my bench a little bit like Iden's been sitting on my bench so the Iden or the Stormtrooper crons I'm all for Ewoks not so much but Hmm. (laughs) they might be able to do something for me but it might be I'll more so look at that when my niece is up to in the relics but are your Ewoks reliced except for the ones yeah. that need to be? All of them are. Mm, like like five question. of them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like a team worth. That's a great question. I got no clue. <laughs> so that's another thing is you have to have at least all of them relic one before you can even do anything with them. Relic one's not hard though. Well, you well, had Wicked as the requirement. Yeah. And this um, is eventually going to be reliced. But also, don't forget, we're about to have. 3v3 GAC, not 5v5. So you only need three. For now, yeah. For the next four weeks. Great. That's where I think Leia is going to get really interesting because you don't have a tank in there to really kind of... You don't have a taunting tank because the team is going to be Leia, Drogon, and R2. They'll be exposed, yeah. Um, I just realized how... I'm gonna be for the Ewok feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. At least you got a couple have, of relics. I have my Chirpa and my Wicket and relics, but the rest are all like geared 10 and 11. 10 and 11. But Kate, you yeah. probably have enough material to take them to gear 12. I do. So you don't yeah. have I don't Leia? want to. You don't have Leia? No, I don't have Leia okay. yet. No, I'm working on the marquees. Like, I don't even have Rex done. Rex, I have been awful with the drop rate to it, Rex. I've had days where I get zero, and I'm doing like the three. Oh yeah, I've gotten zero quite a few days. Don't get me. It's really don't get me started me off. on the theory of drop rates. I already have it down to science. Yes. Yeah. What they do. So <laughs> I just need the marquee characters, and then I'll have Leia. But I'm having awful luck with the drop rates. Yeah, I blame Pico Brito because the last show we had him on, we went over Drogon's kit, and he said how absolutely devastatingly efficient this guy was going to be. And then the next day, I wailed and put him to seven. Yeah, I was but, like, "Yep, all right, he convinced me. That's it, done." That that's who. That's what did it. It was him. Yeah, that's what him. did it. Not not that's the not the the character whispering in your ear, "Buy me, buy me, big boy." Uh, I like I like blaming Pico. Oh, we could blame Pico. You're you're yeah. cutting out, brother. He, you're, he's uh, a you're really you're up, so we blame him for stuff. 
So the last one I will say for Datacrons that I did like, I don't know if you guys noticed Scout Trooper. I found this pretty interesting. Whenever Scout Trooper inflicts a debuff, which he inflicts a lot of them. So I think on his AoE, he inflicts three different debuffs. And if he does that to everybody... So Scout, Trooper, Scout Trooper's Imperial Precision ability gains 6% bonus damage, stacking, max 300% until the end of battle. Imperial Precision grants Imperial Trooper allies potency up for one turn and Imperial Remnant allies offense up for one turn. I mean, granted, we don't have the new Moff Gideon, but a Moff Gideon lead with Scout Trooper and some other troopers, that could be interesting. In the meantime, you can run Scout Trooper with Aiden, and that could be pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, I didn't even think of that. Damn. Yeah, get a scout trooper or the Iden Kron. Have that that's gonna be a pretty good team. Oof. Wow, yeah, yeah that, that could actually good. do some offensive work in GAC. Mm-hmm. That open shot and stun. That's that's still dirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Until until we get our best guard Gideon, I think the people that have Scout Trooper are gonna put Scout Trooper with Iden. Oh, I one hundred percent am gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah, Scout Trooper is going to live with Aiden for now. Probably the best bet. So, um, how do you guys think, Matlin? Well, then we'll get into viewer questions. So, the one question I want to ask everybody: What, what do you? How do you guys think that Malakos is affecting the meta, especially in GAC? Is I mean, and now with these Datacrons, it's you're going to need a legend to beat this team. How do we? What's everybody going to do? What's everyone's Malakos plan? I mean, Malakos is already wrecking havoc because the main counter to Malakos right now is Treya Savage. If you're like where we're at and you see a lot of Rivas on defense, then you're put in a position where you need to pick and choose which one you're going to use Treya against, which is not a not a decision you want to make. Here's and my. It's just nasty with the Datacron coming up. Yeah. Here, here's my hot take. So. They're going to release Jedi Knight Cal Kestis. And Jedi Knight Cal is the, the hard counter to Malgus. And you're going to see a bunch of people taking Malgus off defense and attacking Seer Ufu squads with Malgus. Malgus is a hard counter to it, apparently. Yeah. And so it's going to be like a rock, paper, scissors type meta where you have to figure out who your opponent's going to put on defense. Are they going to put uh, Reva and Inquisitors as well as um, Seer and Malakos to make you choose what to do? Or are they going to... like You you have those two squads plus the Malgus squad and it's going to be put two out of the three on defense and try to guess what your opponent does. When do you think that Cal event is hitting again? I think they implied like near Halloween. God damn it. Did they? When? Where? Somebody said that and I like I I asked some I gotta remember (laughs) who my source is first. Somebody said around Halloween, but before that I had heard at the end of September, and it's the end of September, we haven't heard anything. Like literally it's the twenty eighth. Yeah. I'm Somebody said Halloween. I don't remember who, but somebody said Halloween. Every week, CG releases 
well, not every week, but whenever they release the like game update notes, I'm like, please, is it Cal week? Is it Cal week? Is it Cal week? That's not Cal week. I know. I'm I'm ready. I've been ready. I'm rewarding. Get them stuff. first. Put them into route. I I made a choice. It was either Leviathan. Leviathan. Or I wasn't doing both, and I did Leviathan. Yeah. Leviathan was the right choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. But seeing how effective Cal has been against Malgus, it's like, oh, well, you know, I could use SE somewhere else now. Oh, no, shit, I can't. But who are you running Cal with in that squad? Cal is going to go with Genonite Revan. And you just split up, depending on how the GAC board looks, you just split up your Jedi. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I hope they lead with Cal is beating Malgus with Jedi Knight Luke. I think Jedi Knight Luke has to be in there to be honest, because he's the one that's putting out the damage. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but the, the question is, a lot of the people doing it right now are doing it with the Cal Cron. So once the Cal Datacron expires, I wonder how viable the counter will be. Oh, I'm already sweating how viable the Night Sisters are going to be to uh, whittle Jabba down to just two shot it. That's why I stopped my relic levels on them because I was, like, oh, it's so temporary. I don't want to take them all to relic seven, like just for this. Well, I guess relic five plus Marin to seven. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I did. Like I think most of my Night Sisters are five, but Marin was seven. Marin's but now, yeah, set. that's another thing. Once this Datacron set ends, and it's like, fuck, man, now I got to deal with Jabba all over again. Granted, they don't have the fifteen fifteen, but it's still a pain in the ass. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's a good uh, slight, pa- slight silence, silent pause to go into the That was like uh, the most awkward silence we've had. In the- it really was. <laughs> we all just kind of sat here like, oh, well, bring on. So, viewer questions, let's do it. Okay, so viewer questions. Uh, first one is from Garuka. How do you guys use your Tuscans, offense or defense? And what teams do you take? Take them out with in GAC and TW. I'll let any of you guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Tuscans, Kate? I do, but they're not like I think a couple are sitting at Relic Zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they don't. I don't really do anything with them. They're on offense, but I think I've used them like once. Yeah. Logan? Um. I'm not really using them. They're a I don't, disappointment. Yeah, I don't put them on defense because Adrad just wipes his ass with them. Yeah, and they're not a good defensive squad defense, because... Yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't have the right team, they can cause some problems. It's the goddamn stuns. The stuns can be a real pain in the ass, but Adrad doesn't give a shit about the stuns. He's going to just kill you. You can use so, bounty hunters, too, like, yeah, and just... Yeah. But I use them on offense. Because if my opponent puts down a turn meter based team, you can just destroy them with Tuskins. I.e. Captain Rex and Phoenix. I haven't seen many Captain Rex and Phoenix. I've seen them on defense in in Kyber 2, and I destroy them with Tuskins. 
You know what? I'm not understanding this Captain Rex and Phoenix counter to Vader and Jet. Like, I've tried it a couple times, and I get my ass handed to me. It's I, not, not. It's not a good counter. <laughs> Is it Datacron I kept seeing based? like videos and people talking about, oh my god, Phoenix and Rex. They're like, this is, you know, no. there's so much off counter, off counter, you know, off counter meta going on right now, and Phoenix and Rex are doing it. And I tried it a couple times. I'm like, yeah, that that worked like shit. The win rate's awful with it. No, Ugh. it's not good. I mean, it's a good team. I mean, it moves fast as hell. But yeah, Craftingway says the Datacron with the stacking offense is what does it. Okay, that makes sense. That makes more sense. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you you have to have the stacking offense because that's what builds them up. Even then, it's still risky. It, it is risky and it takes a while. And if Lord Vader gets the ultimate and kills someone, then they don't revive. So, why, <clears throat> man, to this day, the legend that still makes me shudder that I have to deal with, of course, every match is still Lord Vader. I don't know if it's like just a mental block. It, 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 it frightens me every time I, I deal with it. Granted, with so these, many people talk about how bad he is, and I just I couldn't disagree with them more. That's why I have loved this last Datacron set. The I mean, I have three different Jedi Knight Cal Crons. Granted, I don't have Jedi Knight Cal, but I had them all statted out for crit damage and armor pen, and I throw Kenobi in there, and I just beat the shit out of Vader, and I've had the best four months of my life. But... <laughs> You know, this, this eventually that cron set will go away, and I'll just be like, ah, oh, shit. That's why I always got into a habit of leaving my bounty hunters on standby, because you get that one match where mm -hmm. Vader just gets that one ability off, and somebody dies, and you go, well, that's not going to work. And then you got to clean it up with I with um um Caradone and or not Caradone, uh, what's Finnick? Finnick, Finnick, thank you. Well, with the yeah. fifteen percent crown going away, the bounty hunters counter should come back come back a little bit. Yeah, 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 totally. I, I love that counter. I might not have bad batch, but I have that one. <laughs> you know what, Bob? We will cut you a little bit of if you have that counter to beat Lord Vader. We will cut you five percent slack. But other than I will that, cut you none, <laughs> Kate. Okay. Um, it's only Kate her is unforgiving. I, mean. I will. Uh, yeah, he doesn't give a shit about my approval, Kate, as long as he, you know, but... All right, what's the next question? The, the other part of Garuka's question is, what team comps do you use for Tuscans in 3v3? And do you use the Fat Boba Omicron? I think... <laughs> I think what, what he means is the there is a Tuscan Chieftain Omicron that makes uh, Scion of Django a... Uh, Tuscan for 3v3. Um, no. no, I don't. I've not put any Omicrons on Tuscans, not for 3v3, not for anything. I refuse <laughs> to put an Omicron on a tune that I get to use every other month. No, no. Who's no. asking this question? Uh, Garuka. Garuka. No, Just I don't do anything. My, my, Just stop. In 3v3, my Tuscans are not even riding the bench they're they're washing the latrine okay so i have the unpopular opinion here i have the omicron on tuscan raider and i have the omicron on the tuscan that... chieftain and i use them in 3v3 
Does that work so, pretty well? Uh, they usually get beat. They get one shot every time. <laughs> <laughs> so you're Proving not our point here. So really, you agree with everybody? I'm expecting a bot to be like, I get a hold every round. No, I just get my shit pushed in. That's I. In 3v3, I either get people who one-shot everything or I get people that attack once and then quit and collect their crystals. So it's like, I don't know. It's hard to like gauge how well things work for me. Yeah, Tuscans suck. So if anyone else wants to know. They were I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the Tuscans suck. They don't suck. Here's it's just... Thing. But the priority of so many other things, in my eyes... I know they don't suck, they have their use, but God, I could think of about 25 other teams to go for before that one. Their thing was the raid. The biggest thing about the Tuscans was if you wanted to do better in the Dragon Raid, then you, you invested some time into your Tuscans. At lower relics, will they be able to do some stuff in GAC at, you know, it, yeah, but where, I mean... I don't, I don't know, Kate. You and I are playing in, in in the same ballpark. I'm not really using my Tuscans in GAC. Rarely. No. Well, my Tuscans are all sitting at like relic zero or very low relics. So uh, the whole purpose of me bringing them up was the raid. And once I found out they weren't really worth it for the raid, I just was like, let me just get them to gear 13 and I'm done. I like, I'll let them sit until there's a day where I need them. Yep. Even They're relics, trying to get the the damage you want in the raid was a fucking chore. Oh they're yeah. Fun, yeah. They're they a fun team in GAC if your opponent puts a turn meter based team down on defense. That's that's it. It's very niche. Okay. No, I agree. Have it and it works well for them. So. Yeah. Do what makes okay. you happy. How about that? Is that better instead of quit working on them and they suck? Do what makes you happy. Have fun. Bob, you Thanks know what makes me happy? Having relic bad batch. <laughs> I'm out. I'm just hitting I'm just stream. So true. <laughs> you know what, Bob? Thank you for your optimism. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to say that, by the way, to speak nicely about the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question comes from Bodie. Bodie says, uh, most people playing Swiggo have a spirit animal of a squirrel, always looking for that next nut. In fact, question, what is the panel's spirit animal and why? Uh, I, I'm going to say I'm a fox because those are my favorite animals. And um, yeah, I don't know if I have the qualities of a fox or anything. Um, but I hope my spirit animal would be a fox. And I have one in my backyard that I, and I'll like see them at random times, like crossing the road in the night. And I just think that they might be watching me or watching over me. <laughs> Someone please say something. All right. Okay. I, my answer <laughs> is mongoose. Quick, calculated, lethal. Okay, that wasn't any better than mine, just so you know. It's fine. What about you, Logan? Um, <laughs> Badger? Just because um, back in my youth and all through my childhood, I was a very avid comic book collector and reader, and my favorite character, hence the name Old Man Logan, was always Wolverine, so 
which is kind of shitty because my spirit animal is part of the weasel family. But wolverines are incredibly small, <laughs> ferocious, and take down prey much larger than their size. And yeah, so there it is. So I'm part of the weasel family. There it is. Are they related to badgers? Is it like a, a mean badger? Y- yeah. Okay. You know. So you're an angry I mean, they're, badger. They're they're very angry. Yeah. Okay. Your turn, Kate. Any, uh... I, I honestly have no clue. I never, <laughs> never thought about it. No spirit animal for I think you. That's some fine. Kind of bird you guys can. I was gonna say you guys can pick one. I just I've it's one of those things I've just never thought about. Maybe like a, I don't know, a bird. <laughs> I don't know why a bird. I'm just getting bird aura from you. That's not a bad thing. Thank here. you. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you for that very ambiguous <laughs> answer, Bones. <laughs> I think I think Kate's spirit animal is like like a dragon, like Trogdor. I actually it was gonna say dragon because I've been reading a book that. It deals with dragons, and I'm like, that'd be cool, but yeah, let's go with a dragon. All right, dragon it is. Speaking of dragons, mm-hmm. when are you going to play Baldur's Gate with me? I have no oh. you ask. I ask you all the time, and then you're like... No, you don't. Okay, one time. You're right. <laughs> I just don't want to bother you. I don't want to be like weird and just keep bothering you, but I'm going to. I I don't care. Okay. Like, you're, nobody, if, if you bother me, I will tell you you're bothering me. Okay. But because it's becoming sad on my end because I, all my friends are playing it, but no one wants to play it with me, and I'm starting. To... I'll play. Okay. I'm... I'll be my little like sorcerer. Okay. I like my sorcerer yeah, character. I'm like a druid. Like... Who actually has a dragon backstory? Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll probably create a new one though if we if we if we play a multiplayer, but. It's a great game. I don't even know what game you're talking about. I'm too far into Lies of P to even worry. Like, I can't. It's a It's basically game. like computer game version of D&D. Oh, I think, Bob, you told me about it. Or somebody told me it's about it. It's really that. fun, man. If it's something that you might want to play, you can play up to four players. Like, so all of us could get together and play. It's really fun. It is a lot of fun. And it's not, like, t- it's not hard to figure out. It's easy. It flows really well. And, um... It, it gets me into it. Like I, keep, I want to keep playing. I have to actually make myself quit playing. So, and I think it'll get game of the year. And I'm a huge Starfield buff, and I think it'll probably win. But anyways, I don't know what the question was, but mm, that, I, think that's we, it. I think we went well beyond the question. But what, what, what's the next one? Next one is from Aussie Mike, and this was before we canceled last week's show. Uh, Aussie Mike says, since Logan is away. Can we have a serious conversation about Jar Jar? Do we think he will be added to the game at all? And what team he would join? Would there be other Gungans to make an entire team? Well, I'm going to take point. I'm going to I'm going to take point on this. Um, it's <laughs> incredibly unfortunate that Bob canceled the show last week because your asinine question would have been answered. But now that I'm here and I'm back, I'm pulling rank, and no. Zero fucks are given. Jar Jar is not coming <laughs> to the game, or I'm going free to play for the rest of my life. That is it. Cut and dry. No fucking Jar Jar. No none of that Gungan shit. No Misa so fucking stupid. None of that's happening. Get it out of here. Let's talk about buttered sausage. No, let's talk about buttered so- No, it's done. We're not doing no, it. Hold, hold who, on who, come, who comes first, Jar Jar or Watto? 
Ooh, that that Watto would be cool too, though. I didn't. Watto probably. Maybe around the same time. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, I know you guys joke about this all the time, but I would actually love a Gungan faction. Yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this game. That is ridiculous. No, we don't do that. No, no, Jardar. You want to have somebody in the game? You have Vato. You know how creepy that you is. You know Jardar loud and squiggle. So the old man will not play anymore. So, so you know what we do, Jardar? We say get fucked. Go away. Not today. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eyes, but it's so scary. <laughs> I've got to say, one of our fans made that for me and sent it to me, and he wanted my address, and I was incredibly hesitant. I'm like, dude, if you send like 50 pizzas to my address, I'm going to track you down. <laughs> and just I'm going to give you the, the Kermit the Frog. I think Seth mm -hmm. uh, McFarland did that, did that, but the Kermit the Frog version of Taken, where I don't have any money, but I will find you. And I will kill you. So it's like, Dude, but he said it to me. Guy from, it was uh, an awesome police academy for, with the noises, for, man, and the impersonations. Like you kill it every time. For, for those listening on the podcast, wondering what uh, the hell just happened, he just cut out again. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> for for those wondering what happened, Logan just put a Watto mask on that uh, a viewer made and sent to him. So. Oh, There's forgot, your content. I forgot You're just listening. Are, some people just listen. Okay, I have a bone to pick with you because I didn't get thanks for a certain present that me and uh, the immoral Kane got you for your uh, wedding. What'd you get? For the scotch? No, a shirt. Oh, mm. that shirt doesn't fit me. Well, you better show what you got. No, it's it's incredibly it's incredibly uncomfortable, but. I do happen to have it right here. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, Bob, come on, hold on. Let me, let me look at the size of this shirt. It's just a large. <laughs> I'm 47 and overweight. Okay. Send me a fucking large, well, me, dude. You send me a parachute. This this shirt has a lot of uh, history to it already. But go ahead and show it before I tell the story. Hi. So I like it. So I was uh, in. Dallas, Texas, a few months ago, and um, I saw this, and I was like, this is Logan, right? And I was going to meet Kane and Paul from Escape Podcast while I was there, and so I gave that shirt to Kane to give to him eventually, and Kane used to wear it on the stream and stuff, too, so there's a lot of history of that. So you better frame it or something and put it in the back there on your wall by that. Yeah, you know, um... I've been meaning the weather's been nice. I definitely need a new rag to uh, wax my car with. So I, I appreciate that. That's going to help out immensely, you know. Plus, plus sometimes, as we say in the army, you run out of shit tickets. You're in, you're in need. Um, so there, there will be multiple uses for that shirt. I, uh, well, of all seriousness, though, you can't get that shirt anywhere else besides Box Lunch. It's a store in the mall. Um, they, they have like exclusive stuff. Um, so that's actually. Don't use it for a rag. At least put it in the... Give it to your kid or something. <laughs> I want better. It's my kid! <laughs> Anyways, Merry Christmas, man. I hope you enjoy it. No, I did. Thank you. I was going to say, because Kane brought me a... Uh, 
very impressive bottle of scotch, and I thought maybe that was that was you guys. Well, consider that I from me then, you. and not from him. Okay, all right, but no, I I had a feeling the shirt was going to be mentioned, so I I had to dig it out of the garbage can. But here it is. I uh, I almost I, forgot. I, I brought it to the show. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Next question is from Extreme Makeover Alderon. Would you like to see the star limit lifted on gear? Yes. It would be nice to be able to get characters to gear 12 without having to make them seven stars. Seems especially limiting for conquests. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah, I, I think at this point in the game, I think they should just, yeah, they should remove that. Even if they I'd, want I'd, to... be, I'd be totally for that. Even if they want like to gear 12, gear 12 plus the left side pieces. Like, you can't hit relics until you're seven star. Like, let let me put the gear 12 pieces on, but not the gear 12 plus to boost their speed, and call it a day. I would actually say let them let them hit the, the gear 12 plus and get the speed, but the second you fill all those slots, there's you have to hit the button again to put them, obviously, to put them to, to, re, to relic, zero. relic zero. So add just like another button where you've added all the gear, but you have to hit the button again to put them to relic zero. Because gear 12 be keeps fair. you from being able to put on uh, any mods you want, too. So that's another thing it keeps you from being able to do. Because mm, I, I like to mod my characters as soon as they hit gear 12 so I can just get it out of the way, right, and not forget. So that's another thing that's annoying. Um, but I always say this when we talk about this. There's one character that was glitched in the game that you can still take to gear 12 before he's Hux. seven star, and that's mm -hmm. that's Hux in First Order. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and I was like, oh, a new trend, and now, now it was a glitch, and they never fixed it. But uh, <clears throat> um, for sure, man, for sure. Uh, that's one of my biggest complaints. Because in Marvel Strike Force, which is a similar game to this, you can have them at one star, and you can take them to the you can, relics. And what's relics to them? You could do it right now, even at one star. Um, you can take them up to the highest gear level. Um, that is one thing when I did play Marvel Strike Force briefly that I did like that you could have like a three four star character, and if you dumped enough gear into them, they'd work pretty well. Yeah, you, you could at unlock free to play. Whether you wailed, no matter what, if you unlock that character and you had the resources to take it to max gear, you could use that character in every mode that you wanted to, and that's yep. that's really cool. And I wish they would kind of go towards that, but not to that extent, but to gear twelve. What do you? Um. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just say anything else you guys want to say about that one. Okay something i really think about but <laughs> it's one of those i could understand gear 12 relics no but gear 12 yeah yeah uh extreme makeover alderon also uh is bones now a swifty since all swifties are now chiefs fans <laughs> or has bones always been a swifty i've always been a swifty secretly and this is my coming out party so um i was a swifty first chief fan second no, not really, but yeah, if you're a Chief fan, you're now a Swifty, whether you guys like it or not. So um, Until they break up, and then you're not a Swifty anymore. And then we'll start coming after, and then they're going to come after us, and it's going to be a big, like, fight. Well, she'll have an album out about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Taylor's next, she'll, next she'll album will be about Travis Kelly. Be, you know, the yeah. next album will be called Football and Dreams. And I'm, but I'm, on the serious part, have you guys ever heard, like, 
Travis and Jason's podcast, yeah. New Heights. Oh yeah, I have listened to it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. No, it is. They are really they they put on they're a good so show. Funny. Yeah. No, they're just cool. They they now have documentaries around them, and their mom's like real big now. And her mom's all over the place. I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I watched the Jason his uh, or I guess it's Joe, it was just called Kelsey the documentary. I did watch that. Good. That was actually really good. I still find it hilarious. It's like he lost his Super Bowl ring, <laughs> and then later on in the one podcast, they're like Kylie took a video of her like bring it. He forgot in like a car. Yeah, and then he lost it again, and it was in a sock. Yeah, and <laughs> oh I was like, God. "Dude, why did you say that on TV?" Now someone can just know right where it's at. <laughs> yeah, really. But it's also it's Jason Kelsey. Like, yeah, they're hilarious. It's just a big goofball. Yeah, and they're like the two of the greatest NFL players of all time. When everything is said and done, they're just down to earth. They're funny. Um, and, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, especially as a Chiefs fan, I'm not complaining about. Um, Jason Kelsey still hands down has the best speech ever. Oh, absolutely. In the Mummer's outfit too. Amazing. Yeah. So it was good. Last year, uh, Swift, uh, Taylor Swift was an Eagles fan and now she's a Chiefs fan. So I wonder if there's a little, um, love triangle maybe going on later on. But I, also, I don't know. J- Jason Kelsey's no. wife is pretty good looking. I don't think yeah. he needs. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kylie Aluminum. is awesome. She's the so funny. hat is starting to affect your brain. The what mm-hmm. is? The tinfoil hat. Oh, no, it's protecting me from any radioactive waves coming in. No, it's, it's, it's poisoning. Yeah. No, fake news. That's not, not how that's working. Well, all right. What are we all right. <clears throat> uh, We have two more viewer questions. Uh, first one's from Bodie. Food question. What odd flavor combo or weird ingredient would surprise your co-hosts? How the hell would I know? What? I have an answer to this. We always have a food question. Like, I think no, I'm trying to digest the uh, food question. Yeah. I, I have an answer to this. So I, I have been doing like dabbling in using like the smoker grill. And whenever I make rubs for different meats, I always put a special spice special in there sauce. just to <laughs> just just to see if people like taste like actually taste the food and like enjoy the food. Mm-hmm. I put star anise, I'll grind it up and put it into the spice rub. And it, it for those who don't know star anise um you know, like it's a little it looks like a little star and it tastes like black licorice. And what's it what it's an ingredient? I've it's never a, heard of this. Star anise is a is a spice. It's a lot of times people will take uh like a frying pan and mix hard spices and seasonings into the frying pan and like roast them to bring flavors out and then put them into food. I'm just sitting here picturing you like every time every week or a couple weeks and your friends or your parents or whatever come over and you're gonna feed them. You put different things inside to see to test them if they're tasting it or not. I just rubbed a little bleach into this rub this time, or threw a little. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just ch- testing no. them out to see if they're paying attention or not. No, no. So <laughs> when I when I do spice rubs, I have a mortar and pestle, and I'll put like whole spices into the mortar and pestle and grind it up so that it's like you're more potent. Right. You're doing it the right way. It's more potent and more flavorful, yeah. and you don't have to use as much. 
but I'll, I'll put star anise in there every once in a while just to like I, what did i do it with i did it with a brisket and i did it with a um i did it either with pork ribs or with a pork shoulder i can't remember but it had like a little hint i think it was a pork shoulder it had just like a hint of licorice in there and it was i i found it to be interesting and tasteful but yeah i've never had anything like that I, i'm definitely down um i think it, if you've eaten my food for years upon years i think i would <laughs> surprise you if i actually put any kind of spice or flavors in my food that would that would throw you guys off <laughs> that's my answer. um i don't really have anything odd or anything that i do although i will say my old man he to this day i don't know how he does it uh, he likes to put a slice of cheese on his apple pie and put it in the microwave and slightly <laughs> melt it. I don't know if anyone else has heard of this. Like like uh like a craft single or like a real slice of cheese? No, like a real like like actual real cheese. Like it's like he'll slice it up thinly and he likes to put that and melt it on his apple pie and he says it's amazing and I just look at him and go <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I don't know. I feel like a like a sharp cheddar slice on a piece of apple pie would kind of be delicious. Like that, and I've thought of that, like the sharpness of the cheddar and the sweetness of the pie, maybe, but then he sucks it down with a beer and then I just get kind of grossed out. <laughs> but that's my old man. As for seasoning, while I was in Maine, um, I did pick up um, a jar of really good Maine sea salt where that you actually grind it, but apparently it's also hickory flavored. Hmm. So I'm I'm actually looking forward to using that on uh, the next night that I do steaks. So a little bit of freshly ground um, um, Maine sea salt, hickory flavored. Oh, and I did find a jar of white pepper, which is something you don't find very often. It has a yeah. It, it tastes like pepper, but it's it's a little different. It's a little more. I don't, I don't know. It's just different. It's hard to explain. But yeah, that's that's all I got. Kate, what about you? I don't feel like I'm qualified to answer this at all. My husband's mm. the one who does all the, like I should show him your guys section of the, your grilling stuff. Cause he's the one who he has the smoker grill. He does all of that. I'm just like, I'll get ready the vegetables or whatever. We're <laughs> eating this. I'm a baker and the vegetables person. So he's all the seasoning. What, I make what? stuff as plain, plain as possible. What do you he throws some really weird stuff. He'll just like get whatever weird seasoning he sees, like random places we go. What do you like to bake though? I know it's a random question. Yeah. I love baking. Me? Yeah. So like I do a lot of like holiday baking. So coming up, I'll do like, um, oh God, I forget what the snickerdoodles do them a mm -hmm. lot. Um, I go on like what's that thing? Pinterest, right? I just get a lot of recipes of stuff that I think looks cool and I'll just try them. But I've liked the snickerdoodles. I've made hot chocolate cupcakes. Um, a lot of like cookies. I, like cookies are my thing. Oh man. So. Have you got it down to where they're thin and gooey? Because it's hard to get it to that consistency. Usually mine are like puffy and cakey. You know what I mean? When you make a cookie? Yeah. Do you know how yeah. to make them? Well, I, I don't like them like super thin. Like I like them a little bit thicker, but mm -hmm. like, like not hard on the inside, but like soft. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know what I'm trying to yeah. say is like, like, let's say a chocolate chip cookie. 
when yeah. I make them, they puff up and they're like kind of cakey. Whereas, like the way I like a cookie is when they're like not, they don't have to be thin, but you know they're really chewy and um, I don't know. How do you make them like that? On a lot of recipes, is actually if you put your um, God, I'm blanking on stuff, right? Like the batter, not mm-hmm. the batter. Um, the dough can't no. really. Like when you mix all the ingredients and you have the, I can't think of what it's called. It's called dough, yeah, I guess. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, cookie yeah, dough. Cookie dough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, put it in the fridge before you bake it. Really? And it makes a big yeah. difference? I did not know mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, honor- honorable mention for um, spice or flavor combo. When you, I don't know if I've said this before, do a steak and I'm usually just uh, salt and pepper on the steak kind of guy. But if you're feeling adventurous, do a little bit of coffee and a little bit of cayenne and rub that on the steak. That's really nice. I, I'm not saying it's doing bad. I've never heard of coffee, though. That's crazy. What, coffee, and you can, throw, you can throw a little cocoa powder or cacao in there. What kind of coffee? Coffee, cacao, and, and cayenne. That's a, a, a nice combo. It better be Colombian. Well, not that kind of cacao bones. No, 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 but, not, uh, not that. I'm talking about coffee. I wasn't even thinking of that. Sorry. Fucking Pablo <laughs> Escobar over here. <laughs> I just love Colombian coffee. Uh, <laughs> the other stuff, not so right. much. Our final question is from Drew. Uh, Drew asks, slushy or icy? And yes, there is a difference. Cream slush. Slushy. Icy. Icy. Avant? Uh, I'm going to say neither. And if anyone's ever been to... You order a snowball and you get it with marshmallow inside. What is it? That's the weird, that's the weird combination, I think, for you. What part. am I ordering? Wait, so what is it you, go, you, go to a, you go to a snowball stand uh-huh. and you order there like... snowball stands? Oh, yeah never seen one yeah so you, you go to a snowball oh, stand shit. solo base uh 15 just raided us with a party of 35 solo, oh, shit. What up? that means we're just about <laughs> out of here solo. but now we got to dance around for about 30 more minutes since you guys are here <laughs> yeah wait literally <laughs> and we're not even talking about swicko we're talking about fo- we have these weird segments where we just talk about food but- yeah but kate uh, you get a snowball and then they don't have flavors, so you don't order like blue raspberry or cherry. You just say whatever color it is because it doesn't have a flavor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and so that, you just yeah. you order the color, and then you get. They ask you if you want marshmallow, and you get marshmallow inside of the snowball. So they, it, it's kind of like when you go to Rita's and they put custard in the middle. Mm-hmm. Instead of custard, they put marshmallow in the middle, and then you get like puff marshmallow with your snowball oh that's interesting it's very good it's the first time i looked at the menu i was like uh come again marshmallow and i was like starbucks man i was like yeah i'll try it i'll I'll try it and it was really good and no it's not bougie dude you go to (laughs) like a hood snowball stand (laughs) in baltimore and get one of these i'm the most bougie person in this place i'm just fucking with you uh, but real quick, I want to say hello not, to everybody who just came in. As long as it's not fucking bougie, you are safe. <laughs> but everyone who just come in, sorry guys, we're about to get off here. Um, but thank you all for coming by. Uh, if you guys don't know who we are, we didn't even tell anyone to yeah, push the no, fucking it, button um, today. 
Yeah, we didn't tell anybody. No. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we are kind of at the end. I mean, if anybody has any, you know, anybody that just joined in, if anybody has any Swiggo questions, um, I doubt you do. If you were watching uh, Solo, the last fucking people you should ask is probably me or anyone else. But um, um, if you just want to be entertained with mindless banter, I mean, we go over kids and shit. And we talk about some food, and Kate tells us about baking, and um, I don't bake. That's for hell, sure. I, I Blackstone smoking and grilling. Starnies, no, uh, please Star check us out. Hit the button. Um, you know, give us a shot. You never know. Long if you got to commute to work, give us a listen. If anything, you might laugh, you know. I mean, I'll put on a ridiculous Watto mask and do impersonations if, if that's what it called for. <laughs> but I kind of already did that part, and Elvis has left the building. Yeah. You guys missed it. Like, like literally, we said the last thing, and you guys came in here, so. But 8.30 p.m. every Thursday, Eastern, we're here. We'll always be here. Oh, here's one th one quick thing before we get off. Give people a little bit of Swigo content. What is everybody working on right now, currently in-game? Like, what is the, the team or the one thing that you've been working on, and what progress have you made in the past two weeks to meet that goal? Uh, I'll start off. I've been taking my Seer Ufu squad up to Relic 5 or Relic 7, depending on who the character is. So I've been doing, I did Malikos, uh, I'm doing Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum, and then I'm taking Seer from Relic 5 to Relic 7. Today I took Logray to Relic 0. Tomorrow I think I'll have enough resources to take Paplu to Relic 0. So Murder Bears, be on the lookout. Murder Bears, they do murder-ish. Bob, what about you? Um, I kind of went over this earlier. Um, I bad batch, right? I just, you, you made the, the, the bad batch proclamation. <laughs> yes. Bad batch is Pledge. the only been, valid answer. I've been working on bad batch for about seven years now. We're <laughs> we're getting a little, little bit closer every day. Um, I just got Reva ready, completely Reva ready. Got my first Reva shard thanks to my man Avant uh, last wrote. I felt pretty good. Um, I'm finishing up Cal, just got to get a few people to seven star, and then I'm done with Cal, get him unlocked, and then I'm working on Leia. And then after that, I'll get my Malakos and my Marin team and my uh, whatever other teams that need to be touched up, and then I'm going to go do C and Slacker after that. Eight, hey, what about you? Uh, tuning Malakos and then finishing up the Marquis for Leia. I'm currently waiting on that pesky Cal event to come back. That would be that'd be nice. Soon, TM. and then pretty much getting ready for conquest and hoarding to get uh, the new Moff Gideon. Um, my Malakos is done. My GL Leia is done. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Talk shit about the yacht. Just get it out of the way for all those that just joined us and don't know. I get shit because I spend. I sit on a yacht and. Uh, Avant has a pontoon. Um, Bob has um, one of those boats that requires oars. It's a floating device. <laughs> it's, not, you gotta put, it's not even a boat. You it's a like floating put device. Some back muscle. He, he a has elbow a duck. grease into oh, it. I thought he's like the floaty attached to Avant's pontoon boat. He he has a duck inner tube, and I pull him <laughs> with with a uh, like a moldy rope. 
just pull the pull the <laughs> tube barely attached <laughs> with a bad yeah. uh, bad knot tied to it. It's like disintegrating, <laughs> literally, literally. So, well, it is about that time, folks. It is quarter after eleven. Tomorrow is Friday, but I have to work. Everybody else has got to work. Um, please, for those that did join us, um, hit the hit the fucking button. Give us a chance. Give us a shot. Yeah. If you like what you hear, cool. If you don't, then don't fucking listen. It's up to you. Just do your thing. Um, everyone else, say your peace, say your goodbyes, and then let's call it. Thank you guys for coming by. Uh, Kate, always love having you on here. Sanjita, even though you're not here, thank you for coming here. Avant, thank you for coming every week and hanging out with us. Um, always. And before you guys, before we go, I want to raid someone too. So you guys want to say your goodbyes, and I'll get that set up. Oh, yes. Um, somebody just mentioned, Bob, how do you like his Detroit Lions? I didn't even, uh, I don't even know what the score is. What's funny, That's Ray Rock. What's funny, Ray Rock, is the game is covering their faces, and I'm watching the game while they talk to me <laughs> the whole time. Um, they're looking good, <laughs> but um, not as good as the Chiefs are. So, Oh, for Christ's sake. I'm, I, I, was telling, I was like, I hope the Lions get their ass kicked today. They didn't. They did the opposite. They're blowing them out right now. What's up with all the blowouts lately? I'm sick of that. It's past the league. What do you want? This has been a trend for the past decade. It's it's all in the air. This is why the running back market is in the tank that it is. Hey, did you guys know? Everyone, did you, oh, did be you guys... sure, everyone be sure to watch Broncos Bears this weekend, okay? Oh, God. That is primetime entertainment right there. <laughs> that is must-watch TV. The battle of the people who can't win. You know, it'd be funny. They'll probably tie. <laughs> a zero, zero tie. That's what I was about to say. Um, actually, they're coming back. It looks like it's twenty to thirty-three or something like that. Um, no, Green Bay is not coming back with two minutes and change left in the game. <laughs> they're not playing the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Bay had their little comeback, and that's after Derek Carr went out of the game with a shoulder injury. So, Bob, uh, it looks That's like the only, the, the only other Swigo person right now doesn't have an English-speaking uh, Swigo channel. The last time we raided someone that didn't speak English, it was it was kind of odd because they didn't understand. No, I already found somebody. <laughs> it's the Wolf. He's a fellow content creator of Swigo, but he's playing Baldur's Gate, which I love second. Oh, nice. to join. What's that? can go ask him if he wants to play. I've only talked to him like one time. Wait a minute. That's pretty cool. He's awesome. Bob had us raid. What? They weren't. One time time we raided a Swigo content creator on Twitch and they spoke like, I don't remember what language. I think it was like German or something. And we raided and and it was like, no no one knew what was going on. It was was mass confusion. (laughs) But are you asking what I was talking about? I'm confused. We're, we're raiding the wolf. Go to wolf. Yeah. Wolf is awesome. Okay. Can we get a couple of people okay. to at least hit the hit the follow button just for shits and giggles, just to make it look like we accomplished something? Anybody? Somebody? I did something wrong. Hold on. Wait, wait. Did it work? No, it didn't work. Well, one. you put the slash after raid. There we go. Okay. Go. All right, fellas. Um, thank you all for hanging out with us today. Sorry about the late raid and you guys missed out, but. Spotify, Apple, Apple Pie, um, podcasts, 
YouTube, Twitch, we're there. Just check us out, Three Scoundrels in a Cantina. I'm sure you know yep. who Kate is. I know you guys don't know me, who I, I am. You don't need to know, really, but my name's Bones88. <laughs> you can come by and check out my streams if you want to know what not to do in Swaga. I'm the guy to check out. You'll definitely learn a lot of what not to do. <laughs>